What is going on, everybody? How are we doing on this fine Thursday evening? My name is Eric, and welcome to Q2C VR Gamer Live. We are a weekly VR talk show that airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern time? 9 p.m. Eastern? 9. 9 p.m. Eastern. 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, we're changing our time back. That's right, everybody. But if you cannot catch us live, you can always catch us afterwards on your favorite podcast platform. But before we go any further, let me say hello to my partner from the great Canadian Northwest. He's the Canadian cartographer, cryptographer, and choreographer, choreographer of the and the catalyst of this calamity of a show. Todd Jackson. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hi diddly ho diddly. I'm doing fantastic. That was a mouthful. Holy crap. Oh my god, I you barely I, made it through. I almost fell apart on that one. That was not easy. <laughs> It's not easy. It takes me some time to come up with all these C's that go with your Canadian heritage. <laughs> How you doing, man? How was your week? I'm doing great. It uh, definitely wasn't as exciting as your week. And I was FOMOing like you have no idea. It was, uh, we've had a couple of good, like uh, almost two weeks of pretty, uh, pretty much VR awesomeness, uh, going around and being able to do some, some pretty damn cool things that we will get into and talk about tonight, but, uh, let's bring in our other counterpart. And that would be Chinatown D what's up D. Hey, <laughs> Hi, D. you're like, you're completely oh. shocked. Like, Oh, I'm oh I was trying to stamp, you know, get stamps and, you know, chat and all that stuff together. So. You're doing Wasn't good. Prepared. You're doing good. Like I said, we haven't done a show in two weeks, so it takes a I little know. bit to get back into swing rusty. of things, right? Little rusty. Yeah, yeah. We're a little rusty, a you know. I tripped up. I tripped up on Todd's intro, you know. This is a no-judge zone. That's it. Things happen. <laughs> but uh, I just want to say thank you guys for being here tonight. We appreciate it. I apologize that we haven't been here the last couple of weeks, but there's just been a lot going on. And uh um, you know, trying to participate as much as we can in the uh in the VR world. And uh, you know, hopefully we'll you know, brought you we'll bring you guys tonight some info on Gamescom and DevCom and uh some of the cool things that uh myself and, and Skiba got up to uh in uh, in Germany and in London. Because uh Todd, we got D, we got a chance to go to London and hang out with some pretty awesome people that uh that we don't really usually get a chance to see. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's super cool. But let's let's do this. Let's get let's say hello to our chat because we have a ton of stuff to cover tonight. And we have a dog barking. That must be your dog. It's definitely not. <laughs> Wait, did let's you get a try. dog? Already <laughs> trying to point the finger, and we're not even five minutes into the show. I mute hey, my did dog. You, did you get a dog, D? No. <laughs> I can barely uh, afford myself, let alone a dog. <laughs> oh, who doesn't want a dog? Dogs are great. All right, let's say hello to this amazing chat. We have Bluebell is here. What is going on, Bluebell? How are you doing? PDXVR is here. Uh, let's see. Mepper is here. Assassin32VR, Techno Glitch, Mickey Bear. What's up, Mickey? How you doing, man? Destiny11, Bacardi B, Chris Oaks says, sup, guys? What's up, Chris? Uh, Jonathan Clark is here. Uh, Dan Kim. Uh, Michelle B. Did I say Michelle B? I'm not sure, but I'll say it again. Mr. Tasselhoff is here. Um, let's see. Uh, Goddess Robin is here. What is up, Robin? How are you doing? Uh, fourth Wall Breaker, Obscure Nerd VR. What is up, Andy? How are you doing, man? Did you see, Todd, Andy 
Obscure Nerd starred. I know his first commercial for so was cool. it was it for Domino's? I think it was for Domino's. I, uh, I thought it was Boston Pizza, but maybe no, it no, it was Little Caesars. Was it Little Caesars? It was one of the. It was either Little Pizza. Caesars or Domino's. Yeah. But he did a great job. He had like a, <laughs> he, had a, he had an awesome line in the beginning, and uh, he did a super great job with it. And uh, it congratulations, cool. Andy, for uh, he's like a movie star. He's famous. He's like he's famous. Uh, but uh, what's going on? Thanks for coming by. Sim is here. Traveling man three seven seven five. Alakazam. Uh, let's see. Creeper Betty VR is here. What's up, Betty? How are you doing? Uh, man, I miss Betty. I haven't been able to play any VR for weeks, and uh, right. I miss hanging out with Betty and talking and playing some VR. And Samson143 VR is here. What is going on, dude? How are you doing? Awesome Tatum is here. What's up, Tate? How you doing, man? Todd, Orland Hooper's here, my friend. Orland Hooper's Jack, yo. He no. is Jack. I love Orland Hooper. Yeah, she does. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's just an odd spot for that. It's not me, dude. Not me. Are you like, are you now you're regretting that you said that? <laughs> you forced me to, dude. Me? Well, I, I gotta go care. back through the things and do like Howard Stern does and just clip a whole bunch of things that D said and just make a whole sentence of things that she wouldn't normally say. Yeah, would be <laughs> awesome. Yes, let's definitely do this. Uh let's see, who else do we have here? Um a lot of creators here. Thank you. Uh, we have a restream bot. Uh, Facebook user says hi. Nice. Nice. Awesome. We have uh, the Academy of Language and Therapy and Life Coaching is here. It says Oloa. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Uh, let's see. Holy moly. Yeah, I see. Uh, see Mike Newton. Yeah, Virtual Strangers. We got some Wes is here. Brandon VR is here. Bacardi B, I already said. All right. I think we're up to date. Chris9989 is here. I think that was uh, that was it. All right, guys. Thank you for coming in and hanging out tonight. Uh, I am, as you can see, not at home. Uh, I am staying with some family here in uh, the amazing Tampa area. Uh, Todd D did my final walkthrough, signed my papers, bought a new house. Excellent. Done. Done deal. Like We were over there just checking it out like walking through again like 20 minutes before show started and that's it man we're we're in and like uh i've got to go back to new york tomorrow to take a flight to home tomorrow and i will be in my studio next week but that will probably be the last time ever uh that i'll be coming to you guys next thursday from my current studio in new york and then uh, next time you see me uh hopefully i'll have my new studio set up i don't know exactly but it, it'll be in that house anyway so yeah, I mean, we're in a bit of a bit of a transition. Uh, you know, I came home directly from Europe and came here uh, to kind of get this done today. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm a Floridian now, guys. That's cool. And you're going to go back to New York for a couple of days and then put all your the rest of your crap in a U-Haul and drive down to Florida. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to venture. Yeah, I'm going to fly I'm going to fly home tomorrow and I'll I'll be at my house kind of kind of packing things up and getting things kind of fully moved like this weekend and then all of next week. Uh, Super busy time right now for Impact, so I'm going to kind of put my move off until the following weekend. But I'll so I'll be in my studio for the for during the week, just kind of finishing packing. But then, yeah, after, right after our show next Thursday, I'll be uh I'll be loading up the truck D and moving to Beverly. Well, actually, no, I'll be moving to Florida. But 
So I wish uh, I had that song. I could just push the button. Damn it. I know, right? I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, so I got to taste of Florida. Uh, fly, flying back in here, of course, uh, Hurricane uh, Adalia. Adalia, yeah. Yeah, uh, I was playing, playing havoc with me already. It's like, hey, welcome, welcome to Florida as uh, we throw a hurricane on you. So, welcome to the hurricane capital of the world. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was fun. It was about 30 hours of traveling yesterday, trying to just finally get back home. Um, but we're here now and let's talk a little bit about what we were doing away. And that was Gamescom. And I'll kind of go through um, what we saw at Gamescom and what we were able to, to kind of do. So, you know, for, for those who may not know, Gamescom is, I would say that E3 is gone now. I think this is the largest gaming expo in the world. Uh, held in Cologne, Germany, um, and um, it's pretty damn amazing. It's basically like the size of CES. Um, if you know anybody has ever been to CES or Con- Consumer Electronics Show, it's ten different halls, guys, and these halls are humongous. It takes you hours to just go through one hall, and there's ten. There's two floors in each hall. So there's like there's there's this hall 10.1, which is the top floor, and 10.2, which is the bottom floor, and there's ten of them, full of games, from indie games to huge studios to board gaming to pretty much anything you can think of. They have you know they're there and they're showing off everything, and they have quite a bit of VR, man. There there's a lot. There's a lot more than I kind of thought there would be, which is great. And that's good to hear because when we were, you know, back here in boring land while you were off in the wonderful worldness of Gamescom, yes, I was FOMOing like crazy. Um, (laughs) There was lots of um, tweets and stuff from other game channels and stuff that said there wasn't a lot of VR present. So I'm glad to hear that there it was adequately represented. Yeah. And here's the issue with Gamescom. And I get why some people would say this. And if you don't look properly or if you don't consider like indies to be a game i mean you know you're not going to find them because they're obscure and what happens is they're all over the place and as i said this this is this place is huge and is there like myself and skiba just we had one whole morning where we didn't book any appointments where we were able just to walk around and we started walking the floor and you're in no specific place you're just in an area of you know one of the halls and oh there's somebody with a vr headset what the hell game is that never heard of it let me jump in um and that's That's where you find them so if you if you don't go looking for them and you don't know they're there you're not going to find them easy to miss Um, yeah absolutely uh so one of the biggest ones that we found um was a playstation vr2 game called overdark and this was a horror game that was absolutely amazing. Um, myself and Skiba both got a chance to get in and do the demo, and it was pretty damn awesome, man. I mean, this is from a small studio. Um, they did another game. I don't remember the name of it. I'm trying to remember now for the PlayStation VR 1. Um, it was another horror game. I can't remember the name of it, but... They're, they did a great... They, the demo was fantastic. I mean, it looked really, really good. Um, uh, real scary. You know, a lot of flashlights, you know, horror. But, I mean, flashlights in VR look freaking great when they're done right. Uh, and this one looked really good. The demo was great. Everything performed properly. Called Overdark. Would have never known it was there. I've never heard of it. 
just yeah. happen upon them. You know what I mean? So that's cool. That's that's what you get with a lot of these, you know, a lot of these things. And and there was, you know, other big games there too. I mean, hubris was there, you know, but you had to go find right. hubris. Um, to me, guys, what they need is they need to make these, they need to bring it into a hall and just have it be the VR, XR, MR hall. You know what I mean? And and you know, kind of like CES does. So CES like has stuff scattered about too, but they have a whole hall that's yeah, just for XR. The primary VR space. Yeah. You can find yeah. VR stuff scattered around, but the bulk of it is in one spot. Yeah, what absolutely. It, when it when it comes to gaming though, don't you think that if game flat gamers who just said, I oh, fuck screw VR, I don't care about VR, wouldn't go there. Right. Like we had this conversation earlier today and then, and I kind of think that might be true. Like if, if it's, if it's a happenstance where you're just walking down and you see this overdark and the flat gamers like, eh, what the hell? Let's try it. Holy shit. VR is awesome. Yeah. In the hall, would they just stay away from it? I mean, I would hope not. I would hope the technology is cool enough that they would want to go, Hey, this, you know, I want to go check VR out. It It should also almost be like if they had like the big massive halls, like you're saying, and the VR booth was right in the middle. I would be cool with that. around the outside so that it couldn't be bypassed. You know what I mean? Like it couldn't be forgotten in Hall B that nobody went to. Mm-hmm. No avoiding it. Yeah. Yeah. You have that to would go be cool. It. Yeah. It's just, it's just a good idea to have them somewhere where they're together. You know what I mean? So like, like I said, there's probably VR stuff that we missed because we just didn't have the opportunity to go everywhere. Um, you know, we were extremely busy going from appointment to appointment. And we're going to cover, we'll, we'll talk about some of the things that we saw, the, the bigger titles, but there was just a ton of small titles. There was a little, like, um, little mech game that I've looked, I've seen before. I saw it at last year's Gamescom, and that's uh, Trick Shot or something like that. Um, cool mm-hmm. game. Looks has a very Borderlands style of of uh, of look to it um you're you're in a mech it's just like a wave-based shooter it looks super good uh played it last year on the quest but they had a playstation vr2 build this year so oh. I thought it was awesome looked really good but i'm like guys launch the game already literally launched the game i I, you, I did this exact same demo last year i'm like there's a year what are you waiting for get this thing launched um yeah so i mean I don't know. I, I would like to, you know what? Here's the deal. A lot of these developers, they need to, they need to do a better job of getting in touch with like the media, the pre, the media and press and the creators that are there for the shows and let them know where you are. Like there's just yeah. not enough of that. Like, I mean, there's a few, there's a few developers that, you know, have PR firms that are reaching out to like me or, you know, some of the other big creators um, to let them know where you are. But most of them don't. And then you just miss them. So, you know, so I can, I can get it. Like some, I, you know, what some of these other creators that just didn't have time to just scour the floor for games, I could see where they were like, there's no VR here, but it, it just really wasn't the case. There was more here this year than there was last year. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. We are live on TikTok. Um, we've had uh, TBC gamings on TikTok and just sent a yeah. marvelous confetti and a bunch of hearts super cool uh but apparently no we're having means. an audio awesome. issue on tiktok so i am i am trying to sort that out nice anyone where to go over there uh let's see michelle b wants to know if you tried out power wash right yeah so let's get into it i did i went to the end dreams booth and i did i tried 
Power Wash VR. Um, myself and Schema both had a chance to play it, and it didn't suck. It's not. It didn't, <laughs> I'm you <know>. so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if I would run back to this game to play it, but. Um, you know, it's extremely early version of the game that I played. It's got a very cool demo. I mean, you know, uh, is it like high on my list of games that I'm going to go run and play? I, probably not. But I wasn't, right. I, I didn't put the headset on and go, wow, this is garbage and take it off. Like, I think it's well done. I think if you like these type of games, I think you're going to like it. I think this game makes more sense in VR than it does flat. Um, because what you're doing in, in virtual reality, like, you know, um, it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, you actually even have to like, you have to grab a, a ladder and like climb up on the ladder and get spots you can't see from the ground and you have to move the ladder around and, <clears throat> you know, it's pretty cool. I mean, is it satisfying it, as it looks? Cause it's like yeah, everyone who plays it seems to be in love with this fact that you can just sit there and, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, clean. Uh, yeah, clean. I guess there is a sense of satisfaction with something like this. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's definitely not your game, but there's a market for no. it, right? Like, yeah, like I said, I think if you're if you like this type of game, like if you're into Power Wash Simulator, I don't see why you'd ever play it flat. It doesn't make any sense to me in any way whatsoever. Right. Um, but it's kind of cool. I mean, it makes sense in VR because again. You're physically doing it. You have haptics in the controllers, so it feels like you're spraying a power washer. Um, you know, and I guess there is like some a sense of like, I don't know, accomplishment. I guess when you're like you're spraying and you're cleaning everything, and um, you know, you're gonna have different environments to clean in. And you know, that's when Nathy was like climbing up on a step stool or something, so he could get on top of a garbage can or something. He was painting, yeah. spray painting or something, yeah. Yeah, it's you know it, again. It, it yeah, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. Like I, <laughs> a glowing review from Eric. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to the, one of the developers, and I'm like, I guess I could see where it would be like. Now, here's one thing I did like. Uh, co-op. So you can get in and power wash with a friend, which is cool, and you, you'll have like music that you can play in there, um, which is cool. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know it did co-op. Yeah, co-op and, and music. So, like, I could see, like, putting on a cool, you know, putting on your favorite soundtrack or, you know, you know, putting in, a, you know, some good music and going in there with a, with a, with a buddy and, like, hanging out or just talking and, and doing something like power washing. Um, I don't know. I'd rather stick hot fork in my eye, but, you know, maybe. Dude, damn, dude. <laughs> It wouldn't make it any better listening to, like, your hair band, you know? Ooh, yeah, like like a little Def Leppard or something, like a little White Snake. Like, you and Tech can get in there, and he can sing some Pour Some Sugar on before you while you power wash an RV. I don't know. Hmm, karaoke power wash? That could be a new thing, D. (laughs) Could be a new thing. Karaoke power wash. <laughs> yeah, I mean the idea is it doesn't completely suck. Power karaoke, man. Yeah. Power yoki. All right. I'm down. Simmer. I'm down. Um you know who <laughs> loves you know who loves power yoki? Nobody. My mom. 
Yeah, she does. Uh, well, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. I just want to hear Digo. Yes. He just wanted to hear it. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the show now, D. Oh, but what about Orlin Hooper's Jack, yo? He is Orlin Jack. Hooper's Jack, yo? See, that's much he better is. than me. <laughs> well, we could do the Tribe Grey Wolf. It's Grey Wolf. Like a boom, 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 boom. I haven't seen a Grey Wolf sighting in chat in, uh, well, I guess I was going to say a couple weeks, but we haven't been here in a couple weeks. So that's yeah, I know, right? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you be smirched to Grey Wolves for not being here, even though I know, here. right? Maybe they probably, were here. We just weren't streaming. Here. We weren't here to see them. That was the problem. I see uh, Jay, Jay Brat is in chat. What's up, Jay? How you doing, man? Assassin thirty two VR is here. What's going on? Um, so, so what yeah. other gems did you run into while you were moseying around the halls of Gamescom? Um, so one of the coolest mixed. I did a couple mixed reality. Actually, quite a few mixed reality. A lot of mixed reality this year, which we kind of thought was coming, right? You know, what I mean, we've been saying all along that um, Quest Pro, we think, is the entryway for developers into making mixed reality. And what do we see at this year's Game Con- Gamescom, which I didn't see almost anything last year, and that was a lot of mixed reality. Probably the coolest mixed reality I saw was um, our friends at Soul Assembly from Drop Dead the Cabin. Um, one of these favorite games. I can't we wait saw, in a while, dude. Yeah, we saw um basically it's called Drop Dead the Cabin Home Invasion. And basically it's you in pass through mapping out your living room, oh. your environment. No. Um, even de- and what happens is uh you know your wall becomes a door or a window or several different areas, and the zombies start breaking in through your oh. own living room. Nope. Yeah, climbing um, over your furniture oh, and that's one of the coolest things you can oh, actually yeah. map your couch and oh. like so if you have a couch in your living room wherever you are the zombies just can't pass through it they have to jump over it to get to you which is so cool man i mean anytime you <laughs> it do sounds that. cool but i'd be scared, I'd be scared to go back <laughs> he's like room again. Nope. there's I'm a out. game called zombies noir that i did it from an indie developer that was at ces and i did a uh a video for it i don't know a few months back and it's it's very similar to that, but without the furniture part. But you put I put little cutouts in my wall, and then the zombies come in. You can actually poke your head through the wall to see their mm-hmm. world that they're in and stuff. So I'm this looking to see what Drop Dead can do because their budget yeah. obviously is way higher. It's yeah, this one's a, a lot like that. Game. Yeah, this one's a lot like that, but this one's good, but better. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Good. Yeah, it's really cool. It's it's one of the the better mixed reality experiences. That I that I've done, and what was even cooler, it's just not it's just not them coming through like a portal in your own environment. As the level starts to increase and they start to get faster and come at you more, they actually start to damage your environment around you. So it's not just the door. All of a sudden, they're starting to break through a wall in your own oh, living cool. room, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> you see your, your wall your wall collapses in your living room, and then you see zombies. You, you know, you you see a portal into like the zombie world, and you can see them yeah. coming through at you. You know, at one point you're going to kind of get rescued, right, by a helicopter if you last long enough. Right. And the your roof, your ceiling, no way. Apart and you look up and you can see the helicopter above you. Um, that Soul awesome. Assembly is doing a really good job with the cabin. They've really put a lot into this title, and um, and yeah, that was that was one of the cooler MR experiences I got a chance to do. Um, we got a chance to try a game that kind of took me and skiva by surprise 
And I thought it was fantastic, but Skiva absolutely fell in love with this title. It's called Out of Hand. O-U-T-T-A Hand. And this game is like it, it's um it's gorilla tag, but in a platformer setting. So the movement is kind of like gorilla tag, where you don't really have legs. You're this alien creature, and basically you move by like gorilla tag moving with your arms. Kind of like no more rainbows, Todd, but where that Better. game sucked, this game was actually was good. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the movement of no more rainbows was like clunky and like slow and frustrating this is the opposite of that it's like super satisfying fast really good you can fling yourself all over the place and you have to get from spot to spot and you like you know you can punch enemies and you have like these elastic arms which is super cool um we were doing the demo and usually you, you get into these demos you do your you know 20 minutes you know maybe 30 minutes and you're like get ready to come out right because you've done your demo and it's short and you're ready to get out skiba didn't want to come out they had to pull they were like okay i think we gotta go <laughs> like schema was like wanting to keep playing like if we didn't have another appointment i think he would have just stayed stayed there and kept playing it that's funny let's check it out while you're talking about it oh yeah you got the uh you got the <clears throat> yeah cool so that's your little character that's you yeah oh i see how the movement works then because your legs are like your arms are your legs yeah i got you mm -hmm. yep yeah and like it's like a platformer you can kind of oh, like throw cool. yourself around and like so it's not like gorilla tag it's the movement no no, is like no the move but that's exactly it. Ah, I gotcha. yeah uh, to me i would say it's more like jupiter grad um, yeah you, yeah than, totally yeah then gorilla tag without the grapples yeah i actually think i like the movement better here than even jupiter grad yeah that looks cool still development coming later this year yeah coming soon cool. um was a lot of fun. The art style looks really good. Um, you know, coming to Quest, um, liked it a lot. Liked it a really lot. Um, cool. Let's see. What else do we see? Um, J. Brett says you know it what? sounds like Stilt, and yes, Stilt. I don't know what Stilt is. Stilt. I don't know. It's Stilt uh, a game. Yeah, it's a. There's a demo on App Lab, and it's. Almost exactly the same type of movement where you're a little dude with long arms. And Very cool. I'm down. The 3D adventure platformer. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. I mean, I, I liked I liked it a lot. It took me by surprise because I usually these are not my kind of games. I mean, I like platformers, but I didn't really care for I don't really care for Gorilla Tag um, very much in the movement. And I hated the movement in No More Rainbows. Um, so I kind of get in there and I'm like, eh, I'm probably not going to like this, but I'll definitely give it a shot. And then I got into it and I'm like, this is really, really good. Um, and uh, I was playing it on a Quest Pro that they had, and Skiba was playing on a Quest 2. And like I said, he had a blast. Like, he didn't want to come out of it. Like, he really did it. It was really cool for him. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what else? Todd, we have a video for a fast travel game. Um, fast travel had two, they had two games, um, and one of them can't talk about. Uh, had to sign an NDA. Doesn't have a name. They didn't tell me a name. I don't think it's given a name yet. It's um, multiplayer experience from Fast Travel. That's all I can say about that one. Uh, other than the fact that it was freaking amazing. Um, but the <laughs> one, the one game I did get to play that I had a lot of fun in um, had a full like 35, 40 minute demo. 
Oh, wow. And that was um, Vampire the Masquerade. You want to run that trailer? Italy. Felt like I was back on square one. Hiding in the night. I didn't want to get dragged into this. But the guilty must be punished. You'd do well to remember that. Because if you don't, I'll make things very uncomfortable for you. This game is badass, guys. This game is badass. <laughs> uh, demo was freaking amazing. Um... This is a stealth game where you feel it makes you feel like a freaking vampire, man. I mean, you you feel like you can do like you're you're a badass and you can do whatever you want until you get spotted. And then the and is it kind of like free roam, like you can go die. anywhere you want or is it is it like a like a rails game, but not rails, you know, like they're they're you know, they're stonewalling you down an alleyway because you, you, you can't go anywhere but that way. But you can go that way on your own pace kind of thing. So that's a great question. It's kind of in the middle. Like it's linear to the fact that you're going to eventually have to go where they want you to go. Right. But how you get there, how you like how you get there, what enemies you take down first and how you take them down are completely up to you. And strategy of where you go, how you get there and what order you kill your enemies in is absolutely going to play a part in how well you can get through the level um, because again, it's stealth until you're ready to make your kill. And if you get spotted either in the middle of your kill or before your kill, you will get overwhelmed and you will die. Um, I mean, there's oh, so not they come many... for you when they see you. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. Um, there's not many demos um, that you do in these. I mean, you've been there, you've done the, you've done demos mm -hmm. of games at packs or whatever they try and put you in a fairly easy part, all right? I mean, right. you're kind of learning the system really quick. You only usually have 15, 20 minutes. If you're lucky, you get a half hour, um, you know. But here, they gave us some time because I think they wanted us to know that this game is not going to be easy. This is not going to be a walk in the park. This is not going to be, you know, um, it's no big deal. You know, stealth it unless you don't want to, and then you can just kill everybody anyway, you know, kind of like Espire is. You know, right. like Aspire es is like stealth, but if you don't stealth, there's really no like super big penalty if you don't. You can pretty much shoot your way through it if you need to. Right. Here, you cannot like just openly start killing. You'll get seen and they'll come after you and you'll be dead. So it, it literally is all about movement, um, staying in the shadows, moving to different places. And again, you feel like a badass being able to move. Your attacks are amazing. You have several different ways to attack. Um, Just out of curiosity, is there a way to get through a level or close to through a level without killing anyone? Can you just stealth your way past people? 
a hundred percent. And like you will gain like like trophies with for doing that, I think. Um, so yeah. Actually, hold on. I'm I'm getting a couple of different games confused. That might be Arashi. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that question here. I think because the levels I played, I had to kill enemies just to get to them because there was so many, but you may be able to do it without it. I have to get back to you on that one. I'd have to check with fast travel. I'd like to be sure before I say that. Yeah. I know GQ played it today and released a video today. I'm getting confused because I know there was a game. Uh, there was a game I demoed and I did, I did demo Arashi, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, and both of them are kind of like the same thing where you have to, you know, you're, it, it makes sense for you to try and stealth it. But I don't remember. I think it was Arashi that like gave you trophies for getting through um, without killing anybody. Gotcha. Um, but it was super cool. Um, Bluebell says, Eric, I thought you didn't like stealth games. I like stealth games when they're done properly and they still make me feel like a badass. It's the ones that two things. If I don't have to stealth and there's no penalty for me to stealth. I ain't going to stealth. I'll just go through and kill everything. But if you make me stealth and you make me feel like a badass and you make it challenging, I'm there. Like, D, where do you sit with the stealth game? Are you, like, not a stealth? Like, like I was a huge fan of Phantom Cover Ops. Did you play that game? I, I have, you know. Um, I'll, I'll try I'll try any game, you know. As long as if a game can hold my attention, I'll, I'll play it, you know. Yeah. I, 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 I like the Squire too. It was the type where you could run and gun or you could be stealthy. There wasn't a whole lot of reason to be stealthy other than just being badass and being stealthy. I, I played the whole game stealthy because I wanted to. And it wasn't until I was probably three quarters of the way through that I realized well, I could just walk down this hallway and literally this isn't going to get me killed. <laughs> But yeah, that this one is rewarding you for being stealthy. Yeah. Um, Virtual Steve calls it perfectly for me because one of my favorite franchises of all time, um, especially early on, started in self, and that's Metal Gear Solid. So, right. you know, where you think maybe I don't like stealth games, I don't like bad stealth games. You know, that's to me what it is. It's, the, it's not about the style of game it is, Bluebell. It's more about the quality of the game. Like if you make a great stealth game, Metal Gear Solid is one of, you know, Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear series is one of my favorite series of all time. Um, you know, so, and, you know, like even in VR, like again, Phantom Covert Ops, I thought was an extremely good game. Splinter Cell, another fantastic series. I absolutely love. I was a huge Sam Fisher fan, played it, played many of those different games. And that was all about being stealthy in the shadows and killing silently. Um, Assassin's and, Creed, uh, Assassin's Creed, another one. Siphon filter. Somebody, uh, somebody mm. said siphon filter. Paul I think Fantasy, it was uh, yeah. Paul Fantasy. One of my favorite. That one was like a, a one-off. I don't know if they ever made another one of those, but man, that was a great game. Siphon filter, like not one of the the higher profile games, but man, it was super good. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like them when they're done well, and this one, this one's done really well. There's there's, there's story here behind it. Um. You know, again, you are a vampire, of course, so you're like drinking people's blood. You need their blood to like keep yourself going. Um, you will get shot, and you will like. And what happens is you you get these powers, right? You have these abilities as a vampire, but they cost you. They cost you like your life energy, 
So as you oh. use them, you drain your life energy. The only way to get it back is to kill and drink the blood of your enemies when you kill. <laughs> if you get hurt or if you use too much, then you kind of like can't do anything and you have to still can get around these levels. You can like find rats around the environments and you can grab the rat and drink the rat's blood, but it gives you just a little bit. But it's just cool the way it like you that's know, cool you can, that you can do grab animals and stuff and hell yeah. That, that's pretty cool. And Jasmine's in chat. She just showed up. Hey Jazz, and she says, I want to play this game so badly. This game does not scream Jasmine to me at all. So if you're I gonna play this, you're live like streaming it. it so I can no. watch. <laughs> See, like Jasmine's not a shooter fan, right? Like she doesn't want to shoot guns, but She's I think too nice she... to go and rip someone's head off and drink their blood. But I mean, in this game, you're pretty much you're a vampire, but you're you're going up against other baddies. So it's not like you're like going and killing like you know innocent people. Um, you know, you're I guess you're not going to the supermarket and killing yeah. the behind the counter. Right, right. right. Yeah, you're, you're going for Frank. Mom. Poor Frank. <laughs> Poor Frank. Why are you killing Frank, dude? Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I got think you. I got you. They have a good mix of here, so you don't like. I don't think it'll like to me. If you like, you're if you're not a fast paced shooter fan, but if you're like, I want you know, figuring out how to move through the environment, like who how, how to kill silently, how to kill out of sight of other guards. Um, this is what you're going to be looking for, and the setting of Venice um, is amazing, and it looks phenomenal on the quest 2. This is this is one of the this is one of the, the best looking games I've ever seen on the quest 2. And um well, I can't wait. In chat says uh, Blade. And that makes sense. You're the vampire killing bad guys. You're very much like Blade. You do have weapons other than your vampire skills. Um I didn't see like a sword or anything like that, but you do have like a a weapon. I don't know how much I can say. ZT played it today, right? On stream. He did, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, I did have to sign an NDA, but I think it was for the other game. I think that's pretty open now. You you have a weapon on your arm um, that you get to use, and you have different types of ammo that you can use with it. Um, it's not like a gun or anything like that. It's not a it's not a blade, but you know you can you can use this weapon to help you uh, affect things in the environment, open up doors, open up uh, you know to to, and then you can take enemies out with it. You can like knock them out, or you can hurt them, or you can distract them. You know, this is one of those games where you have like bottles, right? A glass bottle, and you throw the glass bottle to get the enemy to like look the other way. Um, you know, this is one of those cool games that you have to think about it to your way through it. Um, you know, you're, you're, a lot of it's movement too. A lot of it's, you know, rooftop to rooftop. A lot of it is kind of moving around. Um, you know, just really, really well done. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Did somebody just try and come in here? Did I miss you? Did, yeah. Cool. Well, let's do this. Uh, guys, uh, a game that I didn't get to try at Gamescom, but a team that I got to hang out with at Gamescom. And that would be, um, that would be Sin Studio. And they had a lot of their studio at Gamescom uh, representing themselves. And they had a brand new uh, update um, store drop today, Todd. And that would be Swordsman. And from the team Swordsman and Sin Studio, we have Al Mir, who is going to join us tonight. Dude, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, everyone? How's it going? Hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> good, good. Happy hey, to be here. Nice hat, man. That's yeah. That's you nice. too, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else who wants hats? Hey, Todd, you just got to. You just got to. What the hell, us. man? <laughs> you just got to tell us. He's <laughs> like, he's like, I'll, I'll wear, start wearing hats. 
<laughs> Whoever oh, wants a hat, let me know. Hey, Jasmine. Jasmine's in the chat. Yeah. yeah he is. He just said hi. Uh, so, D, Thanks, Almir, dude. have you guys ever met before? I don't know. Nope. If no, have. I don't think we have. Nope. Almir, this is D. D, this hey, is D. Almir. Hello. <laughs> nice to meet yeah. you. Almir, I don't want to screw up your title with, uh, with you know, with, with Grand Poobah of the, everything. Yeah, are, you, are you officially <laughs> the chief marketing officer or like sometimes I would think that I lean more towards that, but my official title is chief operating officer. Chief operating. I, I, I touch on a lot of the different things, but marketing is definitely my favorite. Well, and that's why I say that too, because I, I, you're probably one of the smartest marketing people I've ever seen. And like I'm, to, to be ahead of a studio and being that knowledgeable about marketing is pretty rare. Cause I appreciate that. To, it's tough to wear those hats, right? Like you, like you have to do a lot of different things. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's, you know, when you guys started doing uh, stuff with Impact Reality, I was like, yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> marketing is something that, you know, it, generally in gaming hasn't been figured out, but especially within the XR field, so that someone was taking that focus. I was like, finally. I wish I could have done it, but, like, I mean, you guys are just as good, if not better. So I'm happy that you guys oh, are there. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because a lot of, like you said, a lot of teams don't know the value of marketing or they think, I, I saw a meme that was amazing one day. It was based, I don't remember who put it out. It was basically somebody, you know, it was like a developer going, my game launched. And they're like, that was my marketing campaign. <laughs> yelling, my game I've launched. seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> and that's that, but that's really almost the way a lot of developers think it about is. the game. But there's so much more you have to put into it. And, uh, and you're like an OG, man. You guys have been doing it for a long time because, you know, Swordsman originally launched on PSVR 1 how many years ago? Crazy. We're coming up on three. But we've been in the VR space since 2017. Yeah. So when you when you, you guys, you and Alec uh, started, how, how many were you on your team? There was just the three founders. Like We were all fresh out of, fresh out of university trying to figure out <laughs> what to do next and we stumbled into vr through i think it was diner duo and we were like oh, wow okay that, this was just, that was your game of choice back in the day <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, i mean i was deciding like what to do with my life and i was like i'm gonna do like career oriented experiences maybe that'll lead me someplace but uh that was yeah that was our game of choice especially early on but then we got into like half-life alex and we're like oh this is so cool and then then the dream just sprouted from there yeah, and I think you were one of the, the first studios early on that kind of like really got, you know, embraced the PlayStation VR 1 and everything that that amazing headset brought with it. And that's where you guys stayed for a long time, right? We did, yeah, yeah. PlayStation VR has been essential to our growth. I mean, from what I understand, I think we're the fifth best-selling title of all time on, on PlayStation VR 1 and in top 10 on the PlayStation VR 2. So, I mean, we grew from a team of three to a team of 32 right now full-time. Just 32? That's insane, dude. It's That's crazy. Awesome. That's it's, awesome. It's yeah, so... kind of weird, but, you know, it's a positive weird. It's enabled us to touch on so many different And parts. you're even growing more. Like, I think I saw a tweet that you're looking for, <laughs> yeah. for people. I can't remember yeah. what they were, but... We're hoping to be at 40, at least 40 by year end. Wow. Wow. Good for you guys. It's crazy. So that's it. Um, All right. I'm coming. I'm quitting. I'm quitting. I mean, the office is big enough for everybody. So <laughs> get the whole cast <laughs> in here. Impact moving in. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll just move impact right in there. I don't know if I should say this or not, but 
I mean, I got back in from Gamescom on Saturday, and I've slept once at my place. I've been sleeping in a sleeping bag in the meeting room over here. <laughs> no way, dude. Yeah, awesome. it's been it's been pretty intense, but it's more so because I'm just so excited. Like, I'll figure something out really late late at night. I'm like, I can't let it like go right now. I have it. Like I'm kind of holding it up, and I'm like, I think I can figure it out before I go to bed. And then I typically take longer than I thought i would and then it's like 6 a.m <laughs> and then don't go to bed yeah <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> this is not bullshit guys i swear yeah. to god because i was in i was in london and almir's like hey do you want to you want to you want to meet and i'm like well we're six hours apart i mean like i don't know how this is going to work he's like yeah i can meet you at 4 a.m my time and i'm like what how are we going to meet me at 4 a.m your time <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty intense those were some intense nights <laughs> by whatever it takes to make it happen i guess <laughs> This is a great question. I, I want to get to this question because uh, let's talk about the game Swordsman sure. a little bit. Because Virtual Steve says, "What engine is Swordsman in?" Yeah, it's an Unreal. Uh, we've we've been dedicated to Unreal from the very beginning, and we're sticking with it. Yeah, that's, what you're, that, that's the position you're looking for—an Unreal something rather. Yes, yes, we are looking for yes. a tech yeah. technical lead, an Unreal technical right. lead. You know, we've been onboarding a lot of devs and we're like they need a leader right they need like, guidance yeah guys <laughs> you can't just have a bunch of devs uh, so exactly. we, we figured it out uh, but yeah uh, yeah real form yeah i mean that's super cool i mean the game has really transformed so much you know since mm. the early days and just the playstation vr1 um, you know, since then you've you, you know you're on Steam. You've launched on the Steam. You've yep. launched into App Lab um, a did. while back. Uh, how many how many months ago is that now for App Lab? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen yeah, months ago yeah. into App Lab. That's I amazing. Know. You know, and 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 it, it ported super good. Like to move, you know, from a console, you know, with the power of a console to move to a standalone mobile chip headset. Not an easy thing to do. You guys ported that game almost perfectly. Um, even to the point where it's even better now than I think the PlayStation VR one version. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there's definitely an argument to be made. I think it nearly killed me, but it was definitely <laughs> worth it. Uh, mostly because I don't touch development too much, so the development team will be like, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's just this and this," and I'm like, "Okay, they're the development team," and then it's more than just this and this and then but you know they've been great and like you said they've got it to such, such an amazing place now but i just want to point out something that jay said and that psvr was so hungry for an arena combat and swordsman was in i definitely think that's true i think we saw an opportunity there as well on playstation vr a tbc gaming is on tiktok watching us and says he's only got one more achievement to go and he's finished swordsman Oh wow! He's that's gonna get the master good. swordsman role. That's impressive. Wow! Yeah, that's amazing. Well, that's cool. good luck. Hell yeah! Let us know. Screenshot that shit and send it to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> always doing <laughs> prizes. Oh yeah. And as we were building swordsman, we had to like you can't just build combat games because everyone's building combat games. So we we were trying to identify like what are users saying they want that you know we have a product that we if we continue to iterate on it with a sense of guidance that we can bring it there and it it led us to realistic combat like you already have a bunch of titles that are incorporating magic and combat but there's not a single title that's strictly focused on realistic combat so we took that route but then we found out <laughs> it's a really hard route 
but you know we're dedicated to it and we're going to keep hammering away at it we have a couple of ways to to tackle it but our goal is to be the combat experts in xr and i say xr carefully nice i love it i love it (laughs) i heard that that's, yeah, that was a little yeah, that was a little absolutely. Tip. Just a little, <laughs> a little information there. You probably weren't supposed to say. I mean, it's been a long day, so they can't they can't blame me if I'm a little loopy at the end of the oh, day. Oh, he's like, look, I slept on the floor last night in the meeting room, and uh, I just let the, let stuff out of the bag. No, that's here. marketing genius, is what that is right there. <laughs> well, but, to be fair, Eric always does does that to me too. Kind of ask anyway. questions where they like just go up. A ladder slowly, and at the end, I'm like, "Why did I tell Eric that? I shouldn't have told him that." But, yeah. Oh, but you know, here's my job. Here's what my job is good at. You're like, "Yeah, I should have told him that." Yeah, I'm all good. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I want to make you feel good about it afterwards. No, you're right. You're right. You do. But what I do feel good about, and I'll transition into this, is that is the the AI in Swordsman that has like amped up and gotten better and better and better. And the combat system now is way better than it what originally was. Like, um, what was it? Um, maybe like six months ago, or maybe yeah. a little bit less. You had the uh, like a combat update, right? Where the exactly where the the AI started to like kind of learn, right? They they would mm-hmm. actually pick up on your on on the ways that you were trying to attack, and it got smarter. And you know, you couldn't just you know attack the same way over and over again. You're you right. had to change your style up a little bit, and that had to be difficult to do, right? It was extremely difficult because, you know, we had to do custom mocap animations. We did 1,400, and we still have about, like, 800 of them to go through. So, And they're more blocking-focused, so the AI is only going to get better. But one thing that we're also working on internally is a combat AI system that's powered by machine learning. So enemies in real time will be able to identify their weak spots and adjust. So, and, But adjust in the style of that faction. So a samurai would adjust appropriately, not just get to that spot, but get to that spot in the way a samurai would. Mm -hmm. And also what we're trying to do with these machine learning uh, systems is get deeper into player intent. So as soon as a player makes a slight move, we know where they're going. Because right now we know it, but we're only a specific amount of frames ahead. We We need to get... We need to add frames onto that so that even when you make a sudden move, the the AI starts to go where it's like, and then it can adjust continuously as you're moving through. So our goal is to, because like the fluidity of the duel is what's going to create like the best XR combat game. Like it has to feel like there's a human on the other side and like rigid animations aren't going to do it. And (laughs) we learned that the hard way. Um, But... Um, that's, that's where our focus is. I don't want to go on too deep off, off the end, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, like fighting, even you got, and you guys are like the definitive for me, the definitive fighting game because of two things, AI, which has definitely improved to where I don't feel like I'm, I'm battling like dumb NPCs anymore, where I can just wrist waggle my way through everything. And two, it's collision detection. It's so hard to make sure that when you are in physical space with another NPC that, you know, you because here's the deal. If you get too close, you cannot fully swing your weapon. So that has yes. to be a penalty, but you still have to make it to where you feel like you're having fun with the game. And if the collision detection's off just a little bit, it feels clunky and I slow. And like, percent. yeah. So, I mean, 100%. I think you guys nailed it perfectly now. 
appreciate i i wanna i wanna say like a really bold statement and if you, you all don't mind i would like for you guys to critique it if possible yeah shoot okay so our conviction internally is that melee combat will be to xr what first person shooters were to flat gaming because the most immersive experiences happen in close proximity so while you know first person shooters are amazing and like i play them in 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 vr they're less immersive than melee combat happening at close quarters like am i right or am i wrong i i agree i mean i'm i'm a huge shooter fan but i Same. love i love i love like physical combat of like melee weapons and, and melee games when they're done right like i to me when they're done wrong and it feels clunky or when they're done wrong and it feels cheap like i can just I do whatever i want that's that's mark. yeah that's when i don't like them but when you said yeah. like when you said melee combat and xr i mean that could be terrifying i love that that's right and, and i think you hit it on the head it's got to be done right because for for it to be compared to fps in the flat gaming world 100 percent. it's got to be freaking amazing right not I, i'm not saying that swordsman isn't i'm just saying the genre itself better not no, I'm, joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking but you're yeah, right you're yeah. right but you uh -huh. know what i mean like that's a 100%. bold statement that's a big that's a big statement and you're right because it, it is far more immersive to punch someone or hit them with something than it is yeah. to shoot them from 17 miles away in vr so that's what yeah I'm absolutely yeah yeah and do you what do you think I, am i cuckoo she's no she's no <laughs> No, these two are cuckoo. Up here. I, don't, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> but I gotta be cuckoo too because I'm me sure. too, then. Yeah, ride. Yeah. So, the ride. So cuckoo train. <laughs> yeah. So Almir, you guys, you guys launched in, you know, from the PlayStation. You launched uh, into PlayStation VR two. You mm -hmm. launched into, you know, which was an amazing. You know, transition for you to a, a, a better headset, better right. console. Um, you launched into App Lab. Um, yeah, you know, which, which, had, which had to be difficult, right? Like, I mean, again, Swordsman <sighs> is, is a top selling game on the PlayStation. Uh, I think tough. you said top five of all time. On PlayStation then, one, yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, you go to Meta and you're like, we have this game, and you guys did such a good job with the game, and they're like, yeah, well, how about you guys go to App Lab? And you got to be like. Why am I going to App Lab, right? Yeah. <laughs> had to be a bit of a kick in the pants. Yeah, and, that's the question that kept me up. And then and then to be there and kind of like stuck there for 13 months, it had to be pretty hard for you guys, but you persevered because you're now coming to the Quest Store or you're right in the Quest <laughs> Store. Yeah, it was definitely one of the toughest points of Alec and I's like co-founder career because like we made four different attempts to get on the Meta Store. And it was just so difficult and it tested us in so many ways because every time we got a no, we would devise a new game plan on how to get a yes. And every time we came up with the game plan, the game plan was expensive. So we kept investing and investing and investing in it and like to not leave anything on the table. It had to happen. Uh, it definitely had to happen. Uh, one from, you know, building the swordsman ip if you're not on one of the most influential platforms and like you can't really build an ip uh, but two it was like okay we want to be the combat experts in xr we want to help create 
the experiences and the perfection that you two were both talking about. And how do we do that if we we're not understanding and involved in the meta ecosystem like we don't know what headset is coming out we don't know when it's coming out we don't know what technologies they're working on so it's like maybe we're innovating but we don't even know maybe meta already has like a feature they're working on that we don't need to do these things in-house so it was so difficult like extremely difficult but one of the reasons we persevered was because like we knew how important being on that platform was it was it was so tough like i can't even begin to explain like i didn't have any gray hairs when we started our journey to quest and now i'm full of them like full of them i uh i love what you're saying because like i've talked to so many devs you know and and again meta is not easy meta is difficult meta is hard they're a pain in the ass but you saw the necessity of going to meta right like you, you guys could have been you guys could have done great and just stayed on playstation and probably been okay sure. but literally if you want to grow from you know a smaller team into a larger team you have to go where most of the headsets are sold and i've talked to so many devs are like just not interested in putting my game on the quest and i'm like really i'm like really you know, i'm like looking at them like really and but but i mean i get it i mean i understand why maybe some people don't want to but i think you're right in the end you have to be a part of that ecosystem if you are going to survive right now with with maybe some 20 million headsets that's where you and i differ i don't understand that like when people say i don't want to be on the quest or you say you understand how they can make that decision i don't understand. no no no, i don't yeah i understand that they can have a feeling that way i don't understand why they wouldn't want to go there okay because that's crazy yeah because it's like even like i mean eric you saw how influential mr was in germany yeah so like if you're out of the loop with the platforms you might be building experiences that might not even be relevant in three to four years uh, like i don't even like how the technology is changing like having a pulse like, let's say like your dev cycle is is two and a half years you need to understand where they're going with the hardware in two and a half years right and if you don't like that's a very difficult place to be and yeah like when we started, Alec and I didn't have any game dev experience. Nobody knew anything about game development. Nobody knew anything about running a studio. So like this whole journey of ours has been like, just figure it out. So when we when Meta said no, it was like, well, Crushing. it's not an option. Like it just has yeah. to be a yes. So we have to figure out how to get that yes. I would have liked it to not be so so long of a journey, but yeah. I'm just glad to be here. Like. Yeah, and, and well, we're glad you're here. Yeah, and it's oddly because I mean I know that you have been one of the best-selling games in App Lab. Yeah, you I know, know for this time, and people wanted to play it. And they did play it. It's just unfortunate that you couldn't get you know, and, you know, an App Lab is not as bad as it used to be. Everything's it's not. Getting, you think things are getting better. The discoverability is a little bit better. It is. But it's just the problem that you can't really get to the. You can't get the store promotion. You can't get the front page of the store. You can't get. You know, there's, there's, it's tough to go on sale. It's tough to get bundles, you know, 100%. when you're in App Lab. Um, yeah. And Eric, I just got access to the back end of, as an official meta title, last 10 days. The That's analytics. Crazy. Isn't it like, crazy? I'm giggling inside just because right? I have so much information. <laughs> I'm like, so oh, my God. Like, yeah. So much information. I'm like, oh, my God, optimize here and optimize this and optimize this for reach. Before, it was like, UTM parameters, yeah, like this probably works, but I can't go spend too much because it only probably works. Uh, it was, yeah, it was more of a guessing game than strategy, but uh, I guess it kind of worked. 
Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that a lot of people don't know, like, you know, just, you know, the regular consumer. Meta does a really good job with their back end, like, and gives yeah. the developers a lot of information. I wish they would share that more with the App Lab developers and, you know, not just kind of like wall that off a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, for because of impact, we've been we've been priv privy to a lot of the, the back end, you know, stats and numbers of a lot of games 100%. that we work with. And it, it is pretty impressive what they do. Um, to support the developer 100 percent, and it allows you to formulate like some sort of calculation because if you can understand how much of your link clicks lead to conversions then it's just like you need more reach you just need to get more reach I'm, I'm, i don't want to go too technical on here with the market marketing but you need those numbers to determine a strategy and once you have a proven strategy it's just about having the capital to invest in that growth and now that we have those numbers, I'm like, oh, it's so much, so much better. And I'm excited for the Quest 3. I think that will really help the ecosystem. Like, I, I definitely think we're at the end of the cycle for the Quest 2. Yep. So. Yeah, we, we've talked about this. Like, this whole summer of, like, doom and gloom for VR is, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's cyclical because it was the same pattern that we saw between Quest 2 or Quest 1 and Quest one, 2. Yeah. It was exactly the same. And, you know, we're just in that pattern where nobody wants to do anything. Everybody wants to hold until Quest 3 comes. It's been hot, a hot summer uh, and nobody wanted to do a lot of VR. The, the games that were launched weren't, you know, particularly big AAA titles and because those games want to wait, right, until yeah, fall. Exactly. So, it, you know, that's why we, we've had this little slow period. And I think uh, what you said is super, you know, it, it's, being able to know where to invest your time and your strategy and your money yep. is super important. Like, and, and what normally what happens if you don't have those backend numbers, you're just, you're just like dabbling with like, exactly. money over here. Or let me try this over here, you know, and then you have to like see what works and then you have to try that for a certain period of time. And, and all exactly. of a sudden you'll see that Avenue dry up and then you're like, well, you're trying to create your own way. analytics and creating your it's own true. analytics is expensive. It's very exact. That does it for you, and and the Quest Store backend does a good job of that. You're right. It's very expensive. Uh, it's cool. It's cool to see how much growth you're gonna get now that you're, you know, now you can be part of the value packs. You can be part of the sale days. You can be on the the Black Friday crap. All that stuff that isn't available to App Lab play. Uh, yeah, developers. even just getting visibility through the categories, like even through search. Yeah. Like we got more visibility through search in eight days than we did through all of our marketing efforts on app lab in a year yeah right isn't that crazy it's insane <laughs> i saw that i was so pissed because i was like <laughs> i worked so hard for that reach yeah search just gave it to me in eight days uh yeah, but yeah that's crazy it's nuts uh are you what are your predictions about the quest 3 do you, do you think it has the same success as a quest 2 um, I don't think I'll let Todd answer for himself after this and sure. maybe D too, but I don't think it'll have the exact success as the Quest 2. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the higher price point will kind of hurt it a little bit. Sure. But I think if it even has half to three quarters of the success of the Quest 2, that is a huge win for the VR community. Um, so while I don't think we'll see maybe the exact numbers that we saw with the quest one to quest two conversion like in the terms of popularity and surge of people into vr mm -hmm. i still i think it will still be really significant and again i think if we can get half to three quarters i think we're in really good shape fair enough 
Todd? Um, I'm going to say, I think it's going to be more like the 75 to 80% as successful as Quest 2. The, the push of mixed reality in all facets of VR right now, I think is going to be a big factor. It's, it's going to, it's going to weigh heavily, I think, on what's released come Quest 3 release, you know, like what kind of games, what kind of experiences um, take advantage of the new hardware. If we just see a bunch of IPs that we can play on the Quest 2 as well, then it's not going to do as good. If we get things that work on the Quest 2, but work this much better on a Quest 3 because of mixed reality and the color pass-through and, you know, the, the better processor and all that jazz, then... I could see a lot of people dumping their Quest 2 and getting a Quest 3, for sure. Like, there's a good chance I might dump my Quest Pro and never use it again if the Quest 3 is as good as I, I hope it is. I Maybe. Mean, I have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You can have it. Nope, you can't have it. <laughs> but Mash said I could. So. Yeah, I, I just said it. You got to give it to her now. Um, I, I do think, and uh, uh, you know, I'll let D and then Almir. I'd like to hear what you think too. But I do think one thing that does help the Quest Three is um, no console launch. You know, and console and the we're so if if you're thinking about you know what do I need to go buy my kid this year for Christmas? Most of them probably already have an Xbox. Uh, we're we're later into the cycle life of that. Uh, most of them have been able to get the uh, PlayStation 5 now that they're more readily, readily available. Mm-hmm. We're later in that life cycle. What are we, three years into the PlayStation 5 life, life cycle? And there's no, there's no PlayStation 6 on the, on the, on the market, right? or yeah. uh, even on the horizon. There's a, no. a, a, the Elite version of 5 like for, slated for next year, but nothing around Christmas. So I think for hardware, that bodes well for the Quest 3, um, for like, you know, vying for that, you know, money in the pocketbook. I mean, I think, you know... If you're looking for a, uh, a present for, you know, a young kid, um, I think that that bodes well. Um, D, what do you think about Quest Three popularity? I'm, I'm, like everybody else is saying, it's not going to have the same initial impact as the Quest Two did. I mean, I just got my Quest Two what like a year and a half to, coming up on two years, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to. Any anything that's a step up from my quest to the lenses. Looking forward to those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, as long as long as it brings some sort of, like I said, step up. And I'm a tech junkie and I like my electronics, so yeah, I'm gonna get it. Almir, tell us all about the quest three that you guys have been working on. Go ahead. Just pull it out from behind you there. What go. quest three? <laughs> There's a quest three. <laughs> What's in it? Oh. Uh, so, so he didn't tell you when he was sleeping on the floor. He was like cuddling up with the Quest Three. He was like, yeah, he was in VR chat on his Quest Three. I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. Um, it'll oh, be interesting. Man. I'm really excited. Um, I think one of the things that's going to be a re- is is going to have an impact on it is I don't think people have the same buying power that that they had back in when the quest 2 release which was like correct me if i'm wrong but somewhere in that like late 2020 yeah it was yeah and covid right so when uh, you know there's a lot of money circulating during covid so we weren't as selective with the things that we purchased but you know (laughs) given the current economic landscape i think like i've been more selective so i think that will definitely have an impact on it 
but it's uh, it's a great. It's from what you heard, headset. it's a great piece like, of. From what I've heard, it's a great <laughs> headset. Like, like from what I've read on Upload VR, it's it's, oh, from, it's you gonna be amazing, Bradley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna get you in trouble. You gotta stop. I know. <laughs> I should. I should have even came on on, on this <laughs> on the podcast. You're gonna get me in big trouble. But Dude, not, we, have to, we have to go to Meta at the end of the next month. We gotta be careful what we say. Well, month. I might not even go now because of this. But I think another point also is the IPs that are coming with uh, with, with with the Quest Three. Like we've seen Assassin's Creed, Asgard's Wrath. I've yeah. heard a couple of rumors. Like I think <laughs> I think it's. I mean, it's gonna be a rocking Christmas for sure. Yeah, and like. I attended Chris Pruitt's uh, talk both years at GDC and him and many other industry leaders in hardware have always said like content is king. Mm-hmm. And I think they're getting the content now. Like obviously it's because of swordsman, but no, I'm joking. <laughs> as of today, content as has of been today. <laughs> but but I also think bigger IPs, you know, that ones that are confirmed, but others that you know I've heard r- rumors about, I definitely think will sell that headset for sure. Yeah, and then this is you know, and we kind of knew this was coming because Meta knew they had a retention problem, right? They they exactly. want, they had the hardware. They didn't. They they tried to pivot away from the hard uh, away from the software because they wanted to become a social platform. They pivoted too early that bit them they understood that they pivoted too early they needed to like kind of roll into let's make more games mm-hmm. so to me like i i think meta has become one of the definitive gaming companies now where maybe they want to be uh, a business or you know workflow or social platform but they are going to have to be a gaming platform first and i think they know that and that's why we're going to see a lot more titles this fall I agree. I agree. I, I I do think they may have jumped the gun just a little bit about, you know, attempting to be multi-platform. Like, you know, we're going to do, do like this fitness and social and gaming and we're going to be everything in one. I do think they can get there. I mean, I would bet on meta. Uh, I do think doing it all at once is a very tough challenge. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And then I, you know, like, like I think they want to be where Apple is eventually, or they Apple will be with the new headset. But I think that it's going to take them probably another two years to get there, and maybe a couple of different headsets. 100%. We got a question in chat for you, Almir, from the sure. Academy. Is Swordsman on the Rift platform, same as Steam platform? So is it like cross by? Cross by with the Steam platform? No, cross oh, with, by the... with Quest and Rift. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Nice. Now, uh, yeah, this Rift is, really is dead. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> For the ones that love it, it is cross Well, yeah. Well, you're not kidding. It's dead. It really is dead because I think Shell just said Among Us is not going to be supported on the Rift platform anymore. Yeah. Oh wow! I love the so, Among Us. I yeah, still have my seriously. Rift. Uh, another question in chat. Um, um, so, or not really a question, but the point was they said that the Quest 3 plus the um, the new subscription plan is something that will help definitely sell the headset too. Will we ever see uh, Swordsman as part of the subscription plan? 
Well, now that we're an official quest title, <laughs> I mean, the possibilities that would be, are that would endless. Be killer, man! That would be a killer. Like, let's get the go get subscription for for. I, I'm gonna write that email as soon as this is over. <laughs> <laughs> Eric said that we can. Do <laughs> Eric said you all would let us join the subscription program. Perfect. Oh, they're gonna love us. They're gonna yeah, love they're us. They're gonna love us more month. than they already do. <laughs> well, define love. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, it's a love hate. It's a love hate. <laughs> Probably more hate. But um, yeah, I'm really excited for Connect. I saw Jay commented, mm-hmm. yeah, like we're we're gonna be there. Alec and I will be at Connect. So Eric shoot. and I will be there. Eric's going in to rep another developer. Nice. I'm going just to slum and see if I can't. Guys, you know, <laughs> nice. it's a game a party or I gotta I gotta come and meet the peeps. So oh, there better be parties. Yeah, oh, there better yeah. be something. If they're not, yeah, we're gonna make be our some- own. <laughs> yeah. be some. If not, I'm just gonna try to find Eric. Eric's always at the party, so I'm gonna just make sure <laughs> I follow him. If we're not at a party, uh, we're gonna throw a party. So. Exactly. I get, to, I get to these parties, and Almir always gets me into trouble in some way. No, <laughs> what? We went to one party at uh, AWE, and you guys never left the bar. No, I know. Eric, Eric, Eric not. Nah, you guys didn't not... move. It was like four hours. You just stood there the whole time. I didn't realize there was another part of the party. (laughs) I swear there was just like a group that just like positioned themselves like a meter to the left every like 20 minutes. And it looked like we were moving, but we really weren't. weren't. But it was a good conversation. (laughs) It it was great. Yeah, It was an illusion. Uh, Thank God God Todd was there to put me in the cab that night. Oh, my God. I remember talking multiple times like, Eric, the Uber's here. Eric's like, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And it took Eric like 10 minutes to get in the Uber. But it was great. It's always good conversations because like somebody will say something that I'm like, one, I never thought of it, and then I get pissed that I didn't think of it, and now I got to ask like a hundred questions to like try yeah. to understand how I didn't think of it, and that takes a long time. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We just, we just, we need hours and hours and more, uh, more events and more parties to go through all these things. A hundred percent. I want to quickly shout out Michelle B. Love Swordsman. Thank you so much. Oh, what's up, back. Because it's a workout, and it is. Hell it yeah. is, yeah. Oh, we have an update coming out. In approximately two months, that's a training ground where you'll be able to train on how to be a swordsman through like t- uh, like tatami mat, which is like a cutting challenge with a katana. So you'll have to cut it in a certain way, and there'll be global leaderboard, so you'll be able to compete oh. with. Oh, I like a leaderboard. Yeah, Diego's leaderboard. Too. I'm down. Me too. So we'll we'll have everything like like hand hand to hand training. You'll have archery. Uh, to Tommy Matt's like the whatever it takes to be a swordsman so you can compete with the AI at its highest difficulty you can go in there and train and then obviously the added incentive is that you get to compete with friends you get to compete with staff so it should be exciting that's pretty badass man that's pretty awesome and I think you, you we got some more news that we want to like we're going to do a little celebration for this launch of swordsman onto the, the main store which we'll talk about in a second but yeah um what do you think you want to give a key away to somebody in chat tonight yeah, I'd love to. I love. Awesome. I always love putting the developers on the spot. Like, I know, right? Oh, I'm breaking up. I'm like, breaking oh up. <laughs> I, I want one time. One time, I want a developer to go. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. No keys no, tonight. Of course, we'd love to. We'd love to. No, but that's cool. Yeah, let's let's give a key away um, tonight, and then um, before okay. we do that, let's uh, 
let's talk about let's talk about what this we're gonna we're gonna do a little a little giveaway coming up to kind of let's, celebrate. Uh, let's watch a little video here before you get into that. Oh yeah, let's do a video. Let's do it. That is so badass. That voice at the end that says death is eternal is right? badass. Like my favorite part is when you get the enemy to a certain health, they'll drop down into a finisher, and then you get to just like oh, you get to chop their head off. <laughs> oh, oh, but the way that they fall into it is so natural because it's it's motion capture, right? Sometimes yeah. I'm like <laughs> it's almost too real, so like I, I hesitate <laughs> on, on chopping the head off, but I always do it. <laughs> uh technically it says uh we want a hat not the game we want a hat <laughs> I mean, oh he didn't say he didn't this. game he just wants a hat you want the hat too yeah i think so i mean hats are they're hard to come by i had to beg for a new one I mean, yes. pretty crappy. you, you had two almir what the hell todd <laughs> todd you gotta ask you ask, you ask, like ask chip tomorrow morning Attaboy. that's it that's it. I, oh, I had I had my I had my hat personally delivered to Gamescom <laughs> to me from Almir and uh, and Re and uh, Reese the King. Yeah, Reese King brought it. Oh, nice. Um, you know, Reese is a part of the team now. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, Reese is a great content creator, and he's yeah, uh, he's, he's been part of your team for about a year now, right? Yeah, yeah, a little over a year. So it's been it's been crazy, but it's been one of our great greatest hires. Like, I'm super grateful to have him. Like we get to pump out a bunch of content, which before we couldn't. So getting that like visibility for us was really important. That's Hell awesome. yeah! Um, all right, so let's talk about this. Uh, everybody's asking for a hat. Let's give them a way to to get a hat. Let's do this. Let's, let's do you, a hat. Yeah, let's do a hat. But I, I think we're gonna do starting tomorrow. There's gonna be a Gleam giveaway um, from Sin Studios that we're gonna set up. It's gonna run for a month. And Almir, let's give a hat away. But let's give something else away that's bigger. What do you want to give away? Well, you talked about it all night. So let's give away a Quest 3. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Let's give away a Quest 3. That's amazing. I love that. No, no, no. Let's do I'm, that. I'm, can I enter or that's not a No. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the better question I mean, is because I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to enter. So. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, uh, but yeah, what, what, what do you think people are going to want more? The hat? If we ha if we are let them win a hat, I mean, they're nice hats. If I mean, we have amazing backpacks. Okay, now I'm just giving everything away. <laughs> Dude, the backpacks are sick, man. The hoodies are nice. I mean, if you, you guys have one of the best PR boxes I've ever thank seen. Thank you. You have like amazing like uh, map of all of the swordsman like you know whole area. No yeah. Mouse I got it right oh, here. No oh, it's so premier. Look at that thing, man. Oh, what? that's sick. Yeah, Discord message right after this. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> be a big box in the morning. If y'all give me like two seconds, I'm gonna grab a backpack quick. I just want to show it. Yes, yeah, sure, do it. Grab the backpack. Yeah, Swordsman Box was one of the best. 
the Swordsman PR box, I had this hat in it. It had a had a black hoodie, a Sin Studio hoodie. Uh, it had that mouse pad and the backpack. I think that was in your PR box, right? Yeah. So we got new new PR boxes that we're going to start sending out. But this is the Sin Studio backpack. That's sick. Look at that. So oh, yeah, right. I kind of like Fabster's idea. What's what's the idea? I think D should get a cute uh, quest three by default. Default. Ah. Default. If we could edit that to Alvin, yeah. I, I would agree with him. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, we're definitely willing to like set it to give away a hat. I'm always like, I'm always grateful when someone wants our stuff. I'm like, really? All right, cool. Yeah. They are. You, Look what you, I'm wearing. You make, I was going to say, when you make nice stuff, True. yeah. When you that's make nice sure. stuff, that's people people want to wear it. That's for sure. Yep. Well, I'm happy. I'm um, happy everyone likes it. True. So yeah, yeah. So that's oh. a cool announcement, man. Thank you for you know, thank you for uh, for donating a Quest Three. You know, you and Alec and the rest of the team doing that. That's going to be awesome. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, Todd Todd's going to set this gleam up. We'll we'll try and have it up for tomorrow afternoon. Uh, people can go in and enter. There's going to be a few different ways you can enter. You're going to be able to get multiple entries if you do a couple of small things, which is kind of like just go follow Swordsman and maybe wishlist it or do a couple of things. And uh, you'll be able to get multiple entries, and you know I hope somebody from this amazing community can win one of those Quest threes or a hat or yeah, hundred percent. Cool. Yeah, I'm super excited, and look out for the graphic. Uh, we're super proud. We had our graphic designer create a custom graphic for this collaboration, so I really, really, I'm excited for everyone to see it. Oh, but, yeah. awesome! Well, then ignore my message. I just sent you on Discord. <laughs> yeah. no no no. we we need we need all the graphics we can get so it's gonna but it's gonna look sick and uh we'll get it up for tomorrow for everybody so keep an eye out for that that was the announcement that i wanted to tell everybody that uh, that's going to be running we'll probably run it for about a month and then what we'll do is uh we'll actually draw the winner maybe almir will come back the night to. we do it and we'll draw the winner live um you know on the show uh, about a month from now, that would be super cool. Which is, we'll be right around Connect time, or maybe right after, right after we get back from Connect. Exactly, yeah. that would be cool. That. Yeah, that'll be cool. All right, that cool. Almir, man, thank. Let's let's give this key away and let's give a hat away. What do you think? Let's do that. Cool. Two let's spins. Do two spin spins. It. A hat and a and a and a. Uh, Quest right, first spin is the hat. <laughs> whoa, whoa, stop the wheel! Stop the wheel. <laughs> it's too late, it's in motion. Uh, he's like, I gotta get my name on the wheel. <laughs> Alright, let's see. No way. <laughs> so which one's this for? This for the game? This is the for hat. the game. The hat, Congratulations. Ollie VR Port wins yep. the hat. Nice. Congratulations. Cool. So Ollie VR Port, just do me a favor. Just message Todd. Give him all your information. And then uh, Todd will pass it along to Almir. And then uh, Almir will personally deliver to your house. <laughs> Probably not that, but I'll definitely ship it there. <laughs> personally. <laughs> Oh, dude! <laughs> what if he lives somewhere cool? Maybe we want to go. Hang out. I, I mean, depends. If you're in Mexico, I might just have to come down there and personally deliver. It. That yeah, right? would be cool. Yeah. If he's in like, if he's in like Detroit or something, I'm not sure. If then I might ship it. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't want Detroit. It's just too close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Awesome. All, All right, right. Let's give away a key to this amazing game. Let's do it. Thank you. Oh, nice.
Dickle. Oh my god. I am Dickle wins a lot of stuff, man. Right? He's got to almost chatty wins. again. <laughs> I know. Ch chatty wins a ton of stuff. Dickle wins a ton. Techno glitch. Uh, I, I don't ever win anything. I, <laughs> I think you're allowed. <laughs> I'd, I'd question you if you did that joke. <laughs> seriously, like, oh, Eric wins again. Oh, oh my god. Eric your name man on that me. wheel, man. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Oh, my God. But oh, congratulations, man. Antico. I will get you that key right over. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for uh, for giving the key up. Thank you for doing the hat. Thank you for mm -hmm. doing the Quest 3 and this awesome giveaway, man. Of We're gonna, We'll have that out there tomorrow for everybody to find out. And Dude, thanks for coming on and uh, and spending some time with us tonight. And you probably haven't had much sleep. I know you're curious. Go well, find a nice, comfortable spot on the uh, on the meeting room floor. And <laughs> I'm already eyeing one now. <laughs> I'm joking, but thank you guys Alex, so much. Alex already in there. He's already got your spot. Oh no, I'm gonna roll him over. Like, I'm just gonna go do this. Just be a little spoon. Just be a little spoon. <laughs> I, I don't know how to be the little spoon. <laughs> Can't do it, man. Um, Never do it. Brad. Thank, thank you guys so much for having me. It's been great. Like, we covered so much. It's always a pleasure. And thank you to everyone in the chat. Like, it's been great conversating on and on off there. Like, this is, you know, as a whole, just been great. So I'd love to come back on when we draw the Quest 3. That I think that would be awesome. That'd be Hell awesome. yeah, man. Sure. I can't wait. Dude, you're the best. Love you, man. You guys Thanks. too. All right. Love you guys too. Take care. See you, Take man. Bye. Bye. That was cool. Dude, I can't believe I haven't had Elmi around before. He's he's become probably one of my best friends right? in the you industry. See him everywhere. Uh, literally, I mean, I, he's just yeah, a really, really so good guy. Fun. And, uh, you know, I've spent a lot of time with him at events. And, you know, we spent a lot of time talking on the phone. He is a brilliant marketer. And, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times, you know, we learn stuff from each other all the time. Like, we, we literally can sit there and talk about, you know, just personal stuff and be friends. But sometimes we'll get into like conversations about, you know, VR and marketing and, you know, how to become successful in, in PR and marketing. And and we'll just talk for hours like that. And it's just, uh, you know, Todd's not kidding when we said that one night. We just basically found a spot at the bar. We yeah. were there for five hours, six hours. It's crazy. We drink? Maybe. Okay. Maybe a drink. Consistent. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> when I say that Todd had to put me in a cab, he wasn't kidding because at one point I think I started walking down the road and he had to come get me and turn me around and like, where are you wow. going? <laughs> and it's not like I was sober. <laughs> <laughs> Taking care of this asshole. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, it was super cool. I'm glad Almir could come in and and, uh, and chat. And it's super nice giving away a Quest 3. So, man, we have another killer Quest give a quest giveaway we've been doing a lot of quest pro stuff but with a quest 3 giveaway which is awesome man i'm, I'm excited for that oh, super cool all right guys uh where are we here now we're, we've given away a couple of things we're uh we talked to almir um I, let me let's finish up gamescom because almir kind of came in, in the middle of that and then uh, i think we'll kind of wrap this up a little bit um I've, but let's I've got a few things i need to give away too so we'll do that after we talk about a couple of the games from gamescom yeah for sure. Let's talk about, I want to talk about uh, another sword fighting game because this was a game that uh, right after we did Vampire Masquerade that I was starting to talk about. <clears throat> and that was Arashi. Um, Arashi Castle of Sin, the final cut. Now, Arashi was originally released on the PlayStation VR 1 and it was a really, really good game. Um, you're a samurai. Um, 
you have a pet wolf, you know, who can will attack for you. This is very much like a Tenchu style game. If you guys know that game, Tenchu, the flat game, um, you know, it's a lot about, you know, um, stealth movement in the shadows. Uh, if you openly attack, you will get swarmed by, you know, a lot of enemies and you'll probably end up dying. But if you attack correctly um, you know, from different areas, for, uh, you know, stay in stealth or, you know, be quiet or shoot an arrow, um, you know, you can really battle through the game. And I think this is definitely one of the games that said if you can move through the environment without getting any kills and get to your objective, then, you know, you get you get like a trophy or bonuses. But uh, Todd, let's take a little quick look at a, uh, a trailer for Arashi Castles of Sin, the final cut. この世には二つの世界が存在する。一つは人々の生きる現実の世界。そしてもう一つは古くから語り継がれる闇の世界。<笑> われわれの住みかは影。失敗の先には死のみぞ待つ。様の憎しみが我々の怒りを燃やす。That is bad. It's a bad. That looks pretty cool. cool. <laughs> I really well, hope. I didn't know I the dog really was hope. played with you. Did they have the dog in the last uh, trailer? Yeah, yeah, the last game. Yeah. Well, we're gonna say the last game, but I didn't no, know I was it was gonna... still part of it. That's awesome. I just hope it's 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 a good really you know good ends up because man I don't know it doesn't have like green hell launch junk. No. So I can tell you this. I, I played the demo. Uh, it's an extensive demo uh, at, um, at at Gamescom. Um, guys, Skydance is publishing this game. So oh. Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Um, they are now... So Endeavor One is still the developer. Um, they made it on the PlayStation VR 1. They are moving it to PlayStation <laughs> VR 2 with the backing and help of Skydance Interactive. The, de the developers of Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Um, they are fully behind this. It You can feel it. You, uh, in the demo I played is extremely polished. Uh, we talked to this about Almir, uh, with Almir a little bit. The hit detection, the collision feels right. The battles are done properly. Um, one of the problems with Arashi on PlayStation VR 1 was there was hit detection issues uh, when the game first launched and you know there was some jank um you know it's that's in no part of the demo did i see that and i had played a couple of different um you know levels in the demo um it was number one looks amazing in the playstation vr2 headset haptics and the controllers say, are amazing. Was, there, was there head haptics too absolutely nice. 
the movement is great. You know, you get beyond having those move controllers of the PlayStation VR one, you get actual right. touch controllers, like with the, uh, with the orb controllers, it's super good. Um, the combat feels strong, you know, Haru, your dog, your wolf is freaking awesome. You can pet him and like, you know, feel the haptics when you're petting him. No I mean, way. Cool. It's just done extremely well. It looks beautiful, especially with the OLED. I mean, a lot of this game is done at night and you have these, you know, cinematic, you know, torch lit environments with those dark OLED, you know, blacks that you get and colors. It's awesome looking. Um, I'm really, really, really looking forward to this game now. Like, uh, I, I've, I didn't finish Arashi on PlayStation VR 1. I believe I'll probably end up finishing it here. Um, the Again, the battles feel great. Using the bow, um, sometimes the bow can get a little wonky with like uh, PlayStation VR 2 games because the occlusion and, you know, pulling the bow back or, uh, by the headset where the, where, the cam- where the cameras are in the headset if you lose tracking. Didn't have any issues with that here. The bow felt great. Um, you know, trying to get to different spots with the grappling hook to where you can get like above the enemies to attack silently. You know, if you sneak up on enemies, one shot kill, right? You, you got a, you got a katana, man. You're one shot killing these enemies. If you don't, and they see you, they will swarm around you, and you'll. T- it, it, it's it's a lot about blocking. You cannot you cannot just go up there and just like start. No, you can't, man. You will die. Mm-hmm. You have to keep like when you when you get when you're in a battle with an enemy, a front on battle with an enemy, it's a lot about parrying, moving backwards away, coming into attack, drawing away. You have to be methodical when you're battling them. That's why the stealth part is so important. Um, you know, um that's cool. It putting out put, putting out torches, you know, so you can move in the darkness. Oh, in the shadows, in the dark. shadows. I mean So yeah. this is definitely the game then that had that trophy or you know, some sort of benefit to achievement. Yeah, thanks. The, to not killing, yeah, not killing people and sneaking your way through. Yeah, that's it might end up. It might end up being both. I just want to ask Fast Travel if it's that's mm-hmm. something too. But it might good end up question being both. from chat from MindJive: Is there any word on an upgrade path from PSVR version of Rashi? Free an upgrade fee, or is it full price, or do you know? So I did ask; they didn't have any answers for me uh, as of yet. I'm sure we'll be hearing that sometime soon, but uh, nothing that they could give me definitive there. But I can tell you, did, had a, they had a Quest Two headset there. I was going to say, what did Rashi, you play it on? I played it on the PlayStation VR Two, but right. it is it is coming to both uh, PC VR and Quest Two standalone as well. Um, I could have played it on the Quest Two headset, but I was just really looking forward to seeing it on the. On the PlayStation VR two, it's good so that it's coming to Quest two though. That's smart. Yep, Quest two, Quest three. You know, I don't. We don't know the exact launch date, so I, we probably won't see this game until Quest three launch. I'm I'm figuring. So, right. um, yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's it's really cool. good. Yeah, we finally see this outside of PlayStation, which is good because a lot of people have been wanting to play it who don't have a PlayStation all the way back to the PSVR one title. So member market, they're joining so. Yeah. And, you know, in a great, I mean, I love Endeavor One. I think they're a great dev studio. Them, you know, going out and getting, you know, the backing of Skydance as the publisher, super smart. And you can, again, you can feel it. The level of polish here, you can feel the difference of just having a publisher behind you, somebody who knows how to make, you know, aesthetically great looking games and like, um, you know, games that play really well. I mean, just a smart thing for them to do so i'm yeah totally i'm glad for the partnership i'm just hoping there's no release jank so here's hoping skydance can pull it out of the hat right so 
That's cool. That's a good good studio to have with you. So yeah, I mean, it just seems like every game now releases with jank. I know uh, lately it's been just such a shit show. Yeah. And guys, I haven't played. I, I again, I haven't been home to my home in New York yet. I've been gone for almost two weeks now. I haven't played. You know, I, I I know what's going on, right? Like I hear everybody talking. I'm talking to Wes. You know, I talk to Wes on the daily. Um, you know, I talk to Betty. I talk to you know people. I've been you know I've been talking about Firewall Ultra. I've been talking about Crossfire Sierra Squad, and you know I, I talked to. Gamer I Tag, got two hours in the Crossfire. Yeah. Um, Are you just let me let me ask you this? Um, we'll get into this um, real Steam. quick. Okay, on Steam. Are you disappointed? I know this was a title that we got a chance to demo mm -hmm. on the on PlayStation, PlayStation VR2 um, at GDC, and then we were... The demo that we played was very, very, very polished, and everybody came out of that. You, me, Same Betty. level as in the, in the game, right? Like, that yeah. wasn't a... So we came out of that demo, though, yeah. extremely excited for this game. Are yeah. you disappointed? No. The, the parts of the game that didn't work for me, that were janky... Or easily fixable. Uh, the reload mechanic was no different than what was at GDC. Exactly the same. The um, the only the, the major jank I had was the HUD of the game was behind me. I could see it through the left of my my left eye. I could see part of like my level and subtitles when people were talking. They were being printed down there. And if I spin really? my head really quick, I could see it for a second and then it would float right back behind me again. That's weird. It was so like... weird. Yeah. So I'm hoping PlayStation, I haven't played that on PlayStation. That's this weekend's task is to jump in PlayStation and see if it's any better. But I don't know. Like I, I expected to go into a rail shooter with a little bit of free mo locomotion movement with mm -hmm. the, you know, trigger-based semi-automatic reloading. Maybe because I played it so much at in GDC. I, I had a ball. This to me is like my new splinter cell or my new uh, sniper elite. I'm going to totally finish this game. Nice. I like it. I I the storyline is I thought was great. I only played maybe four levels. And that, that was another part of the jank for some reason, because I can't see that menu system when the levels over I had to exit and go to the tutorial, exit oh, really? the tutorial and then pick the level, the next level and continue. Like it was driving hmm. me bonkers, but that's, but that's fixable or okay, I, I reset my oh and there's no steam button the steam like to bring up your steam menu yeah doesn't work i, uh, I tried every code? combination of every button on my index and nothing worked uh, okay so, but Fine. again patchable that's an easy fix yeah so, so no, no game break jank to me so i haven't been in there yet um and crossfire sierra squad i've tried to stay away from the reviews a little bit because i I want to get in for myself tomorrow and kind of like not have a, a jaded review because of somebody what some, somebody else said. Uh, I did read a few things where people are saying um, it's 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 too arcadey or it's an arcade shooter, you know. And they thought it was going to be a, a more military realistic shooter. I'm like, where never published that? Where one. did you, where did you ever? Where did yeah. anybody like? So if anybody is out there going, I've read that too. Why is this an arcadey shooter? I'm like. This was never ever meant to be anything but an arcadey shooter that they openly said it was going to be. That we all said and reported from GDC in March that it was going to be an arcade shooter. And if you don't like arcade shooters, you may not like this game. But for anybody who tried it now and bought it and was like, "Oh, this is not what I expected. It's too arcadey, or it's an arcade shooter. You know, it's not. It's not. You know, it's not realistic enough, or it's not a military." Uh, it's shooter. gorgeous on Steam. 
where when did you think you were going to get anything different like i don't understand the disconnect where people are like didn't understand that like i, I don't either you that's know, what i read too before i went in and i was like well what the hell do you think it was so then i played it for a couple hours and i'm like this is exactly what i thought it was going to be other than the odd little jank that's patchable in my opinion yeah Nothing like that's it's weird that they would launch with those issues. So I'm hoping they're my issues. I don't know how they could have just been my issues, but yeah, no, I, 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 again, I haven't played the game, so I'm not saying whether the game's any good or not. I will, I'll let you guys know that maybe Saturday or something if I decide to live stream. But, um, all I'm saying is right now, before I try it is if you're it's complaining, right. It'll be super it, fun. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's I can't wait. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah. All I'm saying is if you're complaining because it's not realistic enough for you and it's, you know, it's, it's too arcadey, this is what it was supposed to be always. So, you know, if you have that view, then you weren't paying attention and you bought the game without going to check some things out. Shame on you for that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. You so. just saw a trailer with a bunch of guys shooting people and thought, awesome. Another VR first person shooter, which isn't what it, well, it is, but it's a, it, they never they, lied as to what it was no, going to be. No, and we all report. We all reported that what it was. We played like, it early on. We like said a lot it was of it going to be an arcade shooter, you know. And I said early on, if you don't like arcadey shooters, you're not going to like this game. So if you went and bought it and like, oh, it's an arcade shooter, that's your, that's your fault. You should you should have paid attention. Um, Agreed. Are you looking forward to that, D? Have you tried it? I've I've actually I played it the other day. Um, but I really got into it today. Um, went through the tutorial. I think I got nice. to the seventh episode or whatever they're cool. calling yep. those things. Yeah. Um, What'd you think a of the sniper scope? Because some people are hating snipe. that, but I kind of like it. You know what? If what I did today, because um, it, it kept, you know, the other day when I tried it, you know, you put it, you know, pull it up to your face or whatever, mm -hmm. it just, it's a little yeah. bit wonky, you know, for me. I, I put it off. I turned it off the automatic, you know, to right. where I can just hit the trigger. And it's freaking beautiful. I'm sniping mofos left and right, dude. <laughs> there um, you go. Cool. But I had fun with it. Even just in the shooting range, um, trying awesome? out all the different guns. All those guns? Like, oh my god! <laughs> when I did the the rail gun, I'm like, oh, it yeah. is great, dude. It's like a kid in a candy it store, man. When that when they opened up that that range was so smart. Yeah, I mean, are you, are you I, jaded that you haven't played it yet, Eric? <laughs> uh, I'm so I'm so upset. It's, I mean, I can't <laughs> complain too much. I just got a chance to spend you know almost two weeks in Europe. You know what I mean? But oh, is your PlayStation um, that in New York? Yeah, it's in New York, so I haven't oh. just, I haven't tried anything yet. But I will be I'll be in New York by like one o'clock tomorrow, one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, and I will be I will be in there all afternoon. I plan to be in there all night. I I, I don't know what we're covering for Virtual Strangers. So if I have it's something I haven't played yet, I don't know if I'll be doing Virtual Strangers. But if I if I am doing Virtual Strangers, I'll see you on there. If I'm not, I will see you in a game because I will be in either Ultra. Viral Ultra, or I will be in Sarah Squad probably all night tomorrow and all day on Saturday. I'm really liking it, so I'm not, I'm upset that there's so many bad reviews. The only issue, the only jank that I really had um, was you have your primary weapon, like, on your chest. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your special on mm -hmm. your, on this shoulder? Either shoulder. When I would, well, yeah. Um, yeah. You can put it on both, actually. But you... I, I would have an issue, not all the time, but in some pretty crucial moments where I needed my primary weapon, like it wouldn't let me grab it. Oh, mm -hmm. really? 
Yeah. On PlayStation, or are you playing on Steam? On play- yeah, no, uh, PSVR. Okay, I haven't tried it on PSVR 2 yet, so. So. Interesting. I, I, there was a couple levels that I had two different sniper rifles on my back and then the, the assault rifle on my chest, and I, it was like, the only thing I thought was kind of dumb is your handgun is also on your back. Like, you don't have a hip gun. Oh, really? That's, That's weird. weird. Yeah, that, I thought that was a little weird. So I will say, I will say, you know, some people have been saying in chat, like Blue Bell said, you know, a lot of these games releasing with Jank, and again, I, I'm going to hold my judgment until I play both personally for myself. I will say that if there is major problems here, and it sounds like there definitely is with Firewall Ultra, and there is some I issues tried that with, one yet. yeah, there is some with Crossfire Sierra Squad. Look, I am. I am more apt to, to to holding these developers accountable for what they're doing. Like, and 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 Kubo ninety two says in the chat that it's okay because you know flat games are doing it too, and it's not. Like, it's not okay because we can't afford the virtual reality scene can't afford to <clears throat> do what flat games do. They're, people are going to buy flat games no matter what because it's flat games and is how many more people buying them. We can't afford to have shitty launches in VR. Um, we need these games to launch better than they're launching. Like, how many? You, do you know how many people I talked to said that's it for me? No more am I buy pre-ordering anything from PlayStation VR because really, it seems like every time I pre-order, the game doesn't come out good or it comes out shitty, and like I'm like I'm done. So like, if that's putting people off because people aren't shipping games, the developers aren't shipping games ready. That's a problem. That is a problem. You get one launch, guys. You get one good launch. And a lot of games can't recover. I mean, if you're No Man's Sky, yeah, you can recover because it's like a one in a million game, right? So if you have a shitty launch, you can recover because people will forgive you. If you're some medium obscure title and you launch like shit, you're probably going to fail. Yeah, totally. Yeah, completely agree. Cyberpunk was a great example. Just a... Total jank fest. That- yeah, Kubo says he said it's. He didn't say it's okay. He said it's just crazy how modern game, modern day games get released with jank, and it is, man. I'm just t- I'm tired of it. Like this, this is not the way it used to be. Like it's it's all of a sudden, you know. It seems like because games are you know can be digitally patched now that it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's when the games, mindset. When games were physical discs and you couldn't fix them afterwards, they didn't right. even have this issue. Right. But it seems like now that they can be patched, they're like, well, we'll just release Good the enough, game release no matter it. what state. Yeah. You just can't Bullshit. do it with VR games. You can't. You, we just don't have the market for it. And then you have to wait like six friggin' months for a friggin' patch to fix something when you have devs like what was uh, I forget what game it was. One man team. Um, one man team. Um, but there was an issue with the game, had it fixed and patched up in like 24 hours, if that even. I don't know. I can't remember the name of the game. Yeah, I mean, and what happens too is a lot. Of, I'll, I will tell you guys this: in the in the development cycle, there is there a go. point where, yeah, there is a point where you have to freeze your game. And what that means is, when you send a title into for final approval, whether that be PlayStation or whether that whether that be Meta. They make you freeze your game at that point. And what that means is you can no longer work on your game because they want to review the product you have now, not the product you're working on. So you cannot actively fix your game anymore. Right. So what happens is when you go into this process where you're where they're doing the final QA 
on your title, whether it's going to be approved or not to be launched in the store. And this is right before launch, by the way. You can't do anything more. Your game is your game at that point, and it's going to launch exactly the way it is. So what they'll do a lot of times, developers, is they will they know they have issues, right? Um, they didn't have time to fix them before that final QA. They thought they could get past without it, and they're probably right. So they'll have the patch ready. Um, so basically day one, like a lot of these patches that you see that happen day one or the first week, they're patches they've already had like ready to go. They were just waiting for that freeze to for the launch to happen. Then the freeze is up. Then they can actively work on the game again. And then they basically just, uh, you know, download the patch to the game. And they're ready to go. So, you know, I get those things have to happen. Like you have to have those freezes. You have to do those things. But before you go to QA, have your shit ready. Then you don't yeah, have to worry right. about patching it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Freeze a game that doesn't need patching. How about that? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So again, without I'm not going to get into details with these two titles until I get into them further. And but uh, I will just say that if there is issues, I'm going to take them to task. You know what I mean? And like, you know, I know that you know Wes is you know had said some things, and you know Alex had said some things on Crewcast, and people were kind of giving them a hard time because they thought they were giving the devs a pass. And you know, I'm telling you right now, if I get in there and I feel that there was the problem here, then I will say something to Alex and, and Wes myself. The uh, the only problem, like I wouldn't compare this to, if you're going to compare it to like the Green Hell launch, where Green mm -hmm. Hell is a five for jankiness, I would say that, in my opinion, Sierra Squad is like a two. Mm, okay. Maybe. I really don't think it's that bad. I think that it's a misconception of what the game was going to be is what's pissed everybody off. With Firewall, yeah, I don't know the answer because I haven't played that yet. But. Mm. D, have you played Firewall? Uh, not a lot. I've definitely played Crossfire a little bit more. Um, it the couple of times that I did, a couple of rounds I did play with Firewall, it uh, you know took forever to group up. Um, but no, Crossfire. I think I, I, if I'm gonna play a shooter, it's gonna be actually Crossfire. With the freaking mm. co-op, I got into that with uh, Mr. Deathwish earlier, nice. and we played the um, the devs can't clear it difficulty. No way! That's cool. I want oh that. I want it's, that. We should we should play it. Well, actually, I think the what is it? No, that's that's available. You don't have to beat the game. What is it? The realism mode, I think. You have to beat the entire campaign before that unlocks, I think, mm -hmm. for Crossfire. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, no, devs can't clear. We should get into that after I get off work tomorrow. Mash. I'm I'm down. Oh, I'm wow. down. Yeah. Right. I, I, I again I'll be playing it. I'll be playing it. Yeah, I'll be playing it pretty much uh, hopefully in the afternoon. Uh, both titles. I'll be playing them tomorrow night. I plan on Saturday, you know, doing some stuff. Uh, I'll definitely be into those two games. These are my kind of, kind, of, kind of games, guys. I've been wanting to play them for a while. And, you know, I don't know. I, I hope they're good. Like, you know, I hope it's... I don't know. He, here's the problem I have with First Contact. I will say this. Without playing the game, it bothers me that they gave no access to this game. And it launched with Jank. If it did launch with Jank, and people are saying it's launched with Jank, so they gave no access. So that means no reviews out there early. That means nobody had a chance to say this game's not ready yet. Don't buy it. That bothers me. Like when devs are afraid to give access to creators, 
because they're going to review the game and they're going to say something. That's, that's, a, that's a problem. A red flag. <laughs> yeah. So like, well, like I, I didn't know what was going on. Literally, we were like uh, review, 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 and then, and and uh, I reached out to the community manager. Well, actually, they reached out to me, and they're like, "Hey, here's the press release for you know um, Firewall Ultra." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's great. You know, uh, is, is the key coming?" And they're like, "Oh no, we're not giving you a key. That we're not in charge of that. It's a Sony game. Sony's in charge of keys." Well, number one, that's bullshit. That, okay? That's not if, how that works. If they want to get now, Sony is in charge of it. But if they wanted to give keys out, mm. they could go to Sony and get the keys. Trust me, we do this. Mm. Um, if they needed to get keys, they could have got keys. If if a game company is afraid to give out the keys or allow um, creators to um, to review games before embargo lifts, that's a problem. You know what I mean? That means they're hiding something. And then look, this game launches with problems. So. I don't know. To me, it's like it's just bad news because that means they have something to hide. They want pre-orders and they're afraid of their you know, your favorite creator like GT. You know, if you go to GT to look to get reviews and he doesn't get access to the game to tell you it's a bit of a mess. Don't go buy it yet. Wait till it's better. And you go buy it early because you don't know any better. That's 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 a problem. Now, again, they don't have to do that. They don't have to give access. I get it. It's, it's up to them whether they do it or not. But but remember this next time you're going to go buy a title. If you don't see any reviews out there and your favorite creator says, sorry, I, I would love to review it, but they didn't give me access to the game until the day of launch or until right after launch, be wary and don't go buy it. And then they'll know. Then they'll know later. Maybe they should, number one, make their game right. And number two, they'll, they'll, they shouldn't be afraid to, for, to have somebody do a review. Agreed. Yep, Jay Brat says this is why a lot of devs don't allow pre-release reviews. They need a patch day one. Again, if you're afraid of your game, if you're that afraid of your game that you're worried about a creator saying don't go buy this game because it's a janky mess, then guess what? Your game's a janky mess. Fix it. That's what you should do. Don't worry, don't be worried about the creator. Worry about the game and go make it right. Otherwise, you're kind of taking people for their money. Yeah, and then you're getting bad press. You're getting you're getting a crap load of bad reviews now. Like it just it's not a win win, right? Yeah. Virtual Steve says I want Firewall to be amazing because I couldn't it's get a refund. Yeah, right? Oh yeah, that's what I was going to mention because <clears throat> with PlayStation you can't get refunds unless you don't download nope. it, right? Yep. Yep. There's no time Bullshit. period. Like with Quest, you can play it for two hours or up to two hours. With right. Sony, you hit that button, it's yours. It's yours. You get it forever, no matter what. No nope. take backsies. No nope. take backs. So without again, I, I I'm not I'm not saying the game is bad. I'm not saying the game is good. I have not played one minute of it yet, and uh, but I will tomorrow, and I'll let you know. I'm just saying that I don't like when developers don't at least give some creators. Not saying they have to give every creator, but give some creators uh, access to to take a look at the title beforehand. Um, that's all. Let's switch um, to a another game that's coming out that you noticed at GamesCon. It's a platformer, uh, one that I'd never heard of. Yeah, and I watched the trailer for it this afternoon because you told me about it, and I was like, "Well, shit, that looks cool." Oh shit! This game it's called Max be, Mustard. This game's gonna be awesome, dude. I demoed this game. Super cool. Run that trailer.
It looks good. This is good. This is uh, what was from, the demo. So this is from Toast Interactive, and if you guys have never heard of Toast Interactive, um, this is their first game for from a while. So the developer behind this game is the same developer that made what, Todd? I have no idea. What really? Do I know? Oh yeah, yeah. it's um. Oh yeah, it's uh Ricky's Plank Experience. It's not Ricky. It's Ricky. Damn it! No, that's how they say it in Canada. That's how we say it in Canada. That's right. It's Ricky's Plank Experience, and uh, it is named after one of the developers and the owner of the company, Richie. His name's not Ricky, as I've been told many, many, many. Oh my God! I had I so I got a chance to meet him in person at Gamescom. He was there, and uh, we're. We're at this party and he's like, oh man, he's like, I love crew cast. I listen to you guys all the time. And I'm like, holy crap, really? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I go, I got to tell you a story. <laughs> you didn't I tell go, him. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> I said, uh, so I go, my channel partner, Todd, he absolutely loves your game. He puts people in it all the time. He shows like new people all the time, how much he loved it. I said, you know, your game has been out forever, but he wanted to do a video on it because he just loves it so much. I go, the only issue is he called it Ricky's Plank throughout the entire video. <laughs> Uh, so we were talking about it all. He was laughing. I shot so it bad. all. I edited it all. I got it already. I uploaded it, and it wasn't until like someone commented that I realized it's not Ricky's plank. It's Richie's plank. I wasn't doing that all again. So if you want to see me screw it up, it's all over YouTube. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's funny. It's gonna stay there forever. But yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is yeah you know, their first game since Richie's plank, which again, Richie's planks is still a big success. People still buy the game for today. It's still really good and it's a cool way to show people vr for the first time um but uh this game to me is a game right like richie's plank is not no. well there's games game. in it. there is there's little mini the, games the in fire it. extinguisher stuff's fun and the painting's fun it's a great game for new people to vr it's perfect when uh when this i exciting. dude when i saw the trailer because the trailer actually dropped and went live during gamescom <laughs> Uh, he showed us the trailer the night before the the trailer that it went live, and uh, I'm watching it like on his phone, like at this bar, and I'm like, "Holy crap, this looks amazing!" And he's like, "You guys, you guys have a demo appointment tomorrow, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I'll be there at like two o'clock tomorrow." And me and Steven went and did the demo, and we got a chance to play two levels. And I think you guys know that I'm I'm a huge fan of like Ven VR Adventure, Astrobot, and like Lucky's Tale. This is like all of those jammed into one with a cool, you know, a cool hero character in Max. And there's all kinds of different things here. You've got Astrobot feel. You've got, you know, definitely a Ven feel in some of the way the puzzles and you have to like get through the, the level and you really have like the, the Lucky's Tail vibe with the way it looks. So it yeah, looks the way you cool. jump around and you can move the camera around looks like and that looks cool yeah yep it's super cool i'm looking forward to seeing more of this game like i said only i got to play a couple of levels like uh, mixed in levels like a tutorial level and then a regular level and really really good skiba was blown away by this one and uh we'll have more more on coming on this one i think uh you know hopefully soon but yeah i love that one was that our last trailer i think i know we got one more a uh, little bit of news that uh an update that dropped today oh yeah yeah for these one of these favorite games. I don't know if it's Ooh. the favorite VR game, but Ooh, and I think we have a key game. to give away for this too, don't we? We do, yeah. Let's we're saving the wheel for this last key. Yeah. Uh, but do you, uh, do you want to I was gonna say, oh. do you want you want to talk about this update? This you can favorite? talk about the update though, yeah. The light brigade. 
Oh my god. It was fun. I didn't I only got to play it for a little bit today. Um I wanted to see what new stuff I can come across, but uh Crossfire kind of took up a, a bit, chunk of my time. Um Yeah, I get that. <laughs> but there's they've added uh, like boosts, there's new levels. Um I came across a golden like uh golden militia hat. Um, where it'll block it'll block your next three shots i think um, really oh yeah i came across a new level there's two new characters oh, too right there is a new engineer class engineer an unlockable and... player class that deploys pilotable drones wields a new rapid fire mp35 machine gun oh yep. damn two new guns too yeah there's the All new the new breacher class nice a new unlockable close-range shotgun player class wields the heavily requested Winchester 1897 shotgun. Did you try that? No, because you have to unlock those after sniper level. And I've been oh, playing wow. on Steam. Oh, after sniper level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um okay. okay. I haven't gotten I haven't unlocked everything on Steam. Um, so I gotta right. work my way up. Uh there's also new tactical items. Tons of new items to discover in the world, including injectable boost syringes, equipable Ooh. defense helmets. Those are those helmets you're talking about? Yep. Uh, drinkable canteens, flare guns to summon ally resistance or assistance. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. And smokable cigars. What? Yeah. What? That's cool. I saw a little clip of that. I don't know exactly what it does, but yeah, I saw a clip of that. Well, sounds like I'm going to the Light Brigade this weekend, too. Right? Yeah. There's also new... That Saturday afternoon. Cool. <laughs> There's also a new handcrafted battleground. Nice. New handcrafted levels integrated between existing procedurally generated stages allows for a more interesting variety of runs. That's cool. Hell yeah. A new shooting range. Perfect. Perfect your shots and accuracy while competing in various mini games and customizable runs set up runs with unique modifiers and enemy spawns for the hardcore players who want an extra challenge. Wow. Wow. That's a whole lot of updates. Yeah. Paul Fancy says, is this on uh, PlayStation VR 2 also? It is. Yeah. The update is everywhere. Yep. And all the platforms. All the platforms. I got a little uh, trailer video here that kind of summarizes all the updates. Let's have a look. Yeah, let's do it.
That's cool. <laughs> Super cool. Funtronic. Who doesn't love Funtronic? Funtronic Labs, yeah. There you have it. So let's uh, let's spin the wheel and give away a key to Light Brigade. Yeah, Chris Oaks said, uh, I think I'm going to go buy this game, but uh, Chris. You should. You might win this game right now. Yeah. You might win it right now. I don't know how long ago they added this, but you know that sun run that they have? Yep. Yep. It used to be a max at 20 levels, but now it's up to 50. Oh. Wow. No way. Oh, John Dickens got here a little too late. <laughs> Jay Brat. Oh, Jay Brat. Uh, Jay going in winning a key to the light brigade. Congratulations, Jay. Uh, Jay would could, could very well give that key to his own community. He has a great community, great absolutely. Discord. So absolutely. I'm sure he. I know he already has the game. So um, you know, um, Jay, if you want to uh, please expect accept that key on uh, on uh, our behalf, and uh, you know, pass it along to your community, Jay, or you can respin. Jay says respin it. Well, there hold on. Go. Let me let me add another name in here then that just popped mm -hmm. in. So, okay. Very nice, the Jay. Respin. Very nice, Jay, for the respin. But congratulations, you almost won a key. That's right. Hold on. Got to add a game tiger in. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'll say that real quick. If you are listening and you're like, how do I become part of the wheel? You have to comment. Uh, so if you want to win and you want to be on the wheel, you have to say something in chat, like right now. Say hi. You can say, you know, Jay Brat is awesome. You can say, <laughs> go watch Full Dive Gaming Podcast. Um, you can say, uh, Mickey, Burr, Mickey Bear is like one of the coolest people ever. Orland Hooper's say, Jack. You could definitely Orland say Orland Hooper's Jack, Jack, yo. You could be D and say, yeah, she is. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I hate the sound of my own freaking voice, dude. That's the just it sounds great, dude. What are you talking about? But I hate hearing it. He hates. I hear voice. it all the. I, I hate. I have. <laughs> oh, oh, these last two weeks have been so peaceful. Philozik says Eric is so cool. I know you could say Eric is so cool. That's perfectly. Well, funny. no, take him off the wheel. What the fuck? Uh, Paul Fennessy says Orland Hooper is Jack. Yo, excellent. I think you're uh, right. cut up. Yeah. No, that should be good. All right. So for the Light Brigade, this is a Quest 2 key or Quest key for the Light Brigade. Let's try one more time. Let's do it. Congratulations, fourth wall breaker. That's awesome. Uh, congratulations, great game. Uh, thank you, um, thank you to Funktronic uh, for sending the key over. Um, thank you to Eddie uh, who uh, messaged me and said, "Hey, I just want to give you a, give you a key for the community and just give you an update on the on the on the uh, all the updates." So it's cool, man. And uh, Virtual Steve says, uh, "You in Florida yet, Eric? I am in Florida. I am in Tampa right now. I'm staying at a um, 
at my wife's cousin's house. And they were very nice to put, uh, put us up for a few days, signed the papers this morning for my new home. So we are official Florida owners, but I actually won't be moving in until about two weeks from now, probably or at least uh, 10 days or so. So very soon. Uh, all right. I am, uh, I'm quickly losing my steam because, uh, it's been a long, um, be couple of days. I have there one more, get, I have one more code to give away. Sorry. There was okay. a one. Well, well, hold on. I want to, I want to do one more thing. I want to, I want to talk about one more topic before you do that. Okay. Um, it's a pretty cool topic. Um, you guys know about impact reality. Um, we are a PR and marketing firm, myself and Skiva and Jasmine, um, founded this company about a year ago. Um, we've, gotten very busy and very um have grown quite a bit over the year uh todd has come in and become part of impact reality wes has become has come in and become a full-time member of impact reality and uh virtual uh you know vr central wives director has become a full-time member as well as elliot tate from flat to vr has become a full-time member of 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 impact reality and we're moving into several different things todd and uh one of the things i think uh, we are going to be most proud of is a project that we're working on right now uh, that we are going to announce to everybody tonight. And that is something that we think has been lacking in the VR space for a long time. And that is a media website for virtual reality news that gives you all the things you want from gamers news stories from gamers about games about hardware about the things that you want to see about the things that you want to read i give you from impact reality todd xr update xr update xr update is a new website that we have just launched and the editor-in-chief of XR Update, I am happy to announce, is somebody that I've wanted to see do this for a long time, and that is Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers and Impact Reality, because he's really, really fucking good at doing news and doing stories and writing, and that's where he really shines, and he will be the editor-in-chief, and you will see articles from your some of your favorite content creators in the space uh you'll see articles from other people <laughs> in the industry um what are you laughing at i said i went like this when you said articles from other people <laughs> i might God, have written can, a couple <laughs> can we uh can you can you put the website up for, uh, I have, for us i've posted it a couple times in chat no let's put it up on the screen right now oh sure <laughs> so guys if you want to see, you know, the things that you've been wanting to see, and uh, you know, for a news source, if things that you wanted to read, um, this is where I think you're going to be wanting to go, um, and that is going to be a uh, hell yeah XR update. And what you're going to see in here is you're going to see articles, you know, um, and interviews, and things that are going to be kind of written up off of some of our stuff. So you'll see like interviews that me and Todd have done that we've written. Um, Todd has a couple articles that he wrote in here. I have a couple things I've written in here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, we've asked several of your uh, your favorite content creators, hopefully will be coming in and writing some things. 
Um, you will see some top 20s Philosix for sure. Um, oh, for you sure. Know, you, you're going to see, uh, you'll probably see an article um, probably by Monday about Gamescom and some of the things that we saw maybe a little bit more in depth uh, in a written article um, for Gamescom. Um, so this is, this is a news, a VR, XR news media site from people who play VR games and love VR games and love hardware and tech. Um, yeah, so this is, this is probably one of the most things that uh, I think we will be, uh, most proud of. Um, and, uh, I hope it, uh, I hope it's someplace everybody goes. So I'm super stoked. It is so much fun to actually put my thoughts down on paper and to, to be able to even just pull information from our podcast and our great interviews. So some people just don't like YouTube and don't like mm -hmm. listening to podcasts where the, the written word is still their main source of information. And to be able to get those types of things that we've done in the past and all the stuff that we're going to be doing in the future and be able to write it down and put it on a news source where we control what happens and what's out there for the people is, is freaking awesome. Hey, Todd, are they saying they don't, they don't see the link in chat? Can you chat, put it in We haven't that? seen one in there. Yeah. Why not? Um, yeah, I don't see it in there. I just scrolled I've back. I pasted it in three times. I just did it again. You don't see that? No. Nope. Interesting. <laughs> Am I muted in the channel? <laughs> no, try and tell you something else. Maybe you are. Did, did one of the mods time you out? Are you in right? trouble? Can you see that? Nope. Oh, yeah. Uh, hello. hello. Yeah, yeah. So you see hello. Okay, let me drop yeah. it in uh, restream chat. Maybe that'll help. Maybe that'll work instead. Hmm, I wonder why it won't let you drop a, a, a link in uh, YouTube. We must have it. Uh, no links allowed in chat. What about that one? Do you see that one? Yeah, that yep, one. There you go. That we saw. Okay, good. Weird. So yeah, click on that link, guys. Go to XR Update. Go check uh, it no out. No one's been seeing all my uh, click here to go to TikTok and give us a thumbs up. Oh no, links nope. either. I'm gonna dump that one in chat too. Click on that. Bacardi uh, <laughs> B says Todd's getting fired. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're super proud of this. I think you're going to be hearing some more about this. I think uh, maybe we'll hear. Um, you know, tomorrow night, virtual strangers. I'd love to hear Wes talk about um, talk about his involvement here. Um, he's doing a really good job, and I can't think of any person better. Um, you know, Skiva and, and Jasmine and I, um, we couldn't think of a better person to uh, to get involved and kind of like become you know the main editor in chief of of an of uh, XR update than than Wes. I think he'll do an amazing job. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you'll, you'll it's see nice to have someone at the helm who knows what they're doing, right? So that we can, you know, edit and draft articles of things that we, we may want up there. And then he's got the final say to be like, no, this needs to be fixed or this is shit or this is mm -hmm. awesome or whatever. So we, to have someone uh, running the ship is like, like Wes is fantastic. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I love it. I think it's a great idea. I can't wait. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to writing some stuff. Um, you know, I, I do like to write some things from time to time. So, you know, you will see some stuff from myself in there. You'll see some stuff from Todd, Jasmine, um, you know, and some other people in the industry as well. So looking forward to this one. I think uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this too uh, on uh, next week's, uh, next week's impact reality podcast as well. All right. That's XR update. Uh, Todd, go ahead and give away your last game, dude. So I posted a uh, thing on Barbaria a couple weeks ago because I, I think it's kind of cool that they've made it to the VR awards for game of the year. 
Um, no so <laughs> I know you don't have a comment. That's why I didn't ask you if I could do this. <laughs> so uh, I, I told you to write a comment on how you got into VR on our Facebook page, not on our Facebook group, but on our page. We're trying to get some more traffic to the Facebook page. Nice. Um, and we had a bunch of people comment. So I'm going to pick a winner. I've never done it with uh, this particular program. So bear with me as I hit this button and see what happens. Man, what a great night of giving stuff away. I mean, we haven't we haven't given games like this many games away in a long time or stuff. We've got hats and, and of course it needs to great be games. Heck yeah. D, you're gonna write it, you're gonna write an article for some articles for XR update? Uh it's gonna be a really short article. That's okay. Do whatever I can to help out. It says the winner's picked, but I don't know who it is. Uh, Sanador the Game Tiger says, nice, uh, can read it at desk at work. Absolutely. Um, that's what's going to be great about XR Update. Some of the best stories of you know what's going on in the VR industry you're going to want to know about. Alex Kubokawa? I think it's Alex Kubokawa. Very nice. Congratulations, Kubo. Kubo92. Good job, man. Heck yeah. Can nice I, way to do that, dude. Can I read his comment? Let me see if I can read his comment. Yeah, read his comment. There it is. Yeah, it says, uh, my dad bought a Quest 2. I thought it was gimmicky, so I didn't buy one. Until about six months after that. I felt bad that he had to play by himself, and we've made some good memories in VR ever since. Well, I'm super glad that you won now. Hell yeah, dude. That is an awesome story. These are the, I love hearing these stories, man. You know, yeah, how, awesome. how you, yeah, how people came into VR is... Uh, one of the best things um, about virtual reality. I love it. Uh, D, that's your that's your first article. I'll get right on it. <laughs> Don't tell me. Tell Wes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right. Right. Awesome. Well, guys. Congratulations uh, there, Alex. Yeah, congratulations. I think that's going to be it for us tonight, guys. Um, we appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. Uh, next week, back in my studio for the last time ever. Don't miss that show. Uh, from my yeah. New York studio for the last time ever. And then I break it down as soon as that show is over and put it in a U-Haul. And uh, the show after that, you'll see me in my new studio, man. This new studio is awesome. I cannot wait to set this thing up. I'm going to have like double the space I had before, double the ceiling height. Um, you know, there's going to be so much more things I can do with it now that I'm really looking forward to. So, uh, yeah. So, Quick shout out oh. to Bounce Shot. There's a Bounce Shot tournament happening this weekend where the grand prize is a Quest 3, I think. Man, Quest 3 is for everybody. I think. I don't know, something big. They're giving away something big. Nice. Nice. Quest 3 is good. All right, that's cool. All right, D, you got anything you're going to stream? Uh, Blue um, says, uh, D, how are you going to stream on Twitch or your game on Twitch or something? Uh, maybe I'm thinking Saturday because it's, it's been a minute. So Saturday. Yeah. Early-ish, maybe. Cool. I'll figure it out. Sometime Saturday. because right. you, you stream on Twitch, flat or VR, and then you come play with me, and we'll stream like something else. Crossfire, Sierra so Squad. Crossfire, yeah. Let's do it. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's go. All right, guys. Thank you guys for being here. We really appreciate it. We will see you next week at our new old time, 9 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> see you guys. New old time.